Anyway, no, we're, we're using exactly what we got. We got it. We got it. We're ready. We need to do it again. What? All right. And we're back. And our special guest is our very first remote guest. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I think, uh, and I told him when we started this, because he said he wanted to be on, I said, listen, you're going to have to fly out, bruh. You're going to have to fly out, come to Oklahoma, spend some time in the nice 105-degree weather. And uh, But he's like me. He's not mobile. Sweat your balls off. But no, no, he said, no, I'm not coming to Oklahoma because it's way too hot. He he came here before a long time ago for a baseball tournament, I think. But anyways, or a baseball camp. But anyways, his name is Flip. Flip King. And I told you I would come out, but after football season. So it had to be November, December, January. That, that's definitely the good time to come to this state. Very true. If you do not like the heat. Because that's going to be about the best time. It's the great. It's the best time to bring your wife and your kids, and they're going to be like, "Wow, this place is great. The weather's great. It's just like home." And then you know you get out, you get here around, and then April will come around. They're like, "What is this?" And then (laughs) July, and they're like, "I'm leaving." (laughs) (laughs) I'm. I've got a guy that's uh, that I'm working with. He works for another company, but I work with him quite a bit, and he's from Montana. And he got out of his truck the other day, and he goes, when does it cool off in this state? (laughs) I said, about Halloween. I said, when Halloween comes around, that's when it'll start cooling off around here. He's like, are you kidding or are you serious? I said, I'm dead serious. He said, we got two more months of this? I said, yes, dude, if we're lucky. If we're lucky, it'll cool off by then. And I I, I complain and bitch, and I still live here. Yeah. And have all my life. 42 winters I've been alive. And uh, all 42 of them, well, no, 41 of them. One was spent in uh, Utah whenever I was too little to remember. But all the winters that I remember, I've spent right here. You so, lived in Utah when you were a kid? Like a little bitty kid. My dad worked up there in the oil field. So, anyway, let's talk about Mr. Flip. Flip, could you please tell us your name so everybody can understand who you are? My name is Flip. Oh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that works too. All right. Real name is Jeff Palacio in Seattle, Washington. Did you say Jeff Felacio? Oh Jeff Palacio. Oh, I bet nobody's ever made that joke before. <laughs> I've made the joke oh. before. It, it, <laughs> never, gets <laughs> it never gets old. Never gets old. <laughs> well, but here's uh, the thing: I don't actually live in Seattle. I'm north of Seattle. Oh, you do, though. It's close enough to orientate someone to where you live just to say Seattle or whatever? Yeah. Otherwise, are, are you going to recognize when I tell you, oh, I live in Bellevue or I live in Bothell? Nobody under, nobody knows what the fuck that is. No. no. Yeah. Seattle. They know where Seattle is. Yeah. Um, it's like living in Oklahoma and you go, uh, I live you know, in McAllister, and they'll say, where's that from Oklahoma City? Yeah, every you know? time. And I'm like, well, that's like three hours away. I only know two cities in Oklahoma, Tulsa and Oklahoma City. Yeah, yeah. And we All live the other cities ways. aren't real. I've t- hey, I've told you about <laughs> McAllister before many times. <laughs> McAllister football. <laughs> well, um, I, I think it's a front. Yeah, I think you're right. Well, that uh, one thing I know that uh, I met you through this man here, better known as Rammer. Uh, and I think that you and I are somehow spiritually connected, even though we've never met, because I think we think a lot the same. 
on a lot of stuff. So, and I say that all the time, <laughs> all the time. <clears throat> Another reason why you should move to Oklahoma. No man. If I was a bald white guy, I would be LJ. Yeah, see, that's that's <laughs> I, I've actually told somebody that before. I just told a guy that worked at the other day. I was like, man, I know this guy that we play online with, and it's weird, dude. We are oddly similar. Our lives are oddly parallel, especially to live as far away as we do. I mean, I would never dream that there were regular people in Seattle, Washington. No, they're not. I mean, I, I wouldn't think that. I mean, I know now that there's you know regular guys there, but I, I, honestly, I thought. Everybody walked around drinking lattes and had umbrellas. Look, I'm going to tell you guys, everything you guys hear about Seattle is true. I figured. <laughs> I figured. That's exactly what you see. Do you carry an umbrella with you at all times? No. The only yeah. people that carry umbrellas oh, in God. Seattle or in Washington are people that are visiting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I figured that's that. exactly how you know they're not from here. They're the only assholes <laughs> with umbrellas. Do you? Um, when was the last here's time a, that it? Go ahead. Listen to this. Here's here's the thing too. So, in Washington, it doesn't rain straight up and down. Oh, so okay. These people are holding umbrellas and they're getting water in the face because our rain goes sideways. They don't know oh. to turn the umbrella which way. They need to. They don't know any better. Like I said, they're not from here, so they don't know. So you just get to where you're like, well, it's same as any other day. It's raining, so what? And just go on with life. It is. You you get so you get so used to it. You don't even use an umbrella, and you you don't wear hats, jackets. You just walk with your head down. You just look where your feet are going, so you don't get rain in your face. Does does it really rain? I mean, I know that there's a lot of rain. <laughs> when's the last time that it, When's but, the last time that it rained on you? Um, right now. He's like, it's raining outside. Right no. Now. It hasn't rained in a couple of weeks. Oh, uh, wow! It's supposed to. It's raining here tonight. But it, 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 I lied. So we're we're in summer, summer in quotes. Yeah. But it rained one morning, probably last week. Hmm. So but, now, would you call what you call a rain and what we call rain might be different? I mean, does it have to like come big drops before you count it as rain or? Is that just a light sprinkle? I mean, I'm wondering what it, our idea of rain is versus what your idea is. Anytime water comes down from the sky, here, it's, it's rain. Oh, okay, okay. Well, some of these guys that I know, uh, the, like these guys I work with that are from the Dakotas and stuff, whenever I say we get snow, you know, they're like, well, how much, what's snow to you? Right. And, you know, and I'm like, I, you know, not, I mean, we get an inch or two on the ground. And they're it's like, not snow to them. <laughs> that guy, and these guys look at me like, are you kidding? You know, this <laughs> An inch or two, you know, we, we're liable to get that from breakfast to lunch. You know, I mean, these guys act like our snow is in nothing. July. Yeah, it's nothing. Yeah, they're in their forties well, up there in the morning. I was going to say that's like us too. Like we don't really get snow, but freezing temperatures. If we get freezing temperatures, they'll shut down school for like an entire week. Oh God! So when you get rain up there, does traffic slow down a lot? Oh my gosh! Like they've never you dro- think, drove. In. You would think it yeah. wouldn't, because people are from here, right? But it's like people fucking forget how to drive. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a new concept to them that the ground is wet. Yep, it's just like that in uh, Florida. It rains every day in Florida, every day, and traffic will come to a standstill when it starts sprinkling. And yeah. It's like, are you kidding me? That's not that way in 
in Oklahoma. Dude, we'll drive 90 miles an hour in the rain. We people drive stupid no matter what the weather is out there. I, I, your guys' guys's rain is also a lot different from ours. You guys have like flash floods. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll do yeah. that. Yeah, we just had some pretty big rain. Uh, and you hear flash flood on the, on the weather channel and, and uh, on the local news and everything, there was like, be you know, flash flood warning, flash flood warning. But I've never paid attention to it. I'm like, eh, they say that every time. Well, every if you're in a, time. if you're in like a creek bed or something like that, I guess you could maybe get washed away. Right. But I don't spend any time in creek beds, so I don't think it applies to me. You know. Not often. Not often. Every once in a while, I'll go to creek bed. Do you? Yeah, a little bit. Arrowhead you, hunt. You, or, you don't I mean, strike me as the creek bed kind. You know. I like mean? spending time in creeks, man. I like fishing. Do you? Yeah. I don't think you do. I don't yes, think that's true. It's true. I, I mean, think, it's been a long time since I've been in a creek bed, but I I do like going to creek beds. I mean, Flip is battling uh, pneumonia, and that's why he's not here. He was going to fly in from Seattle, uh, but he had to cancel because he's got pneumonia, and it's the type that's contagious, and he did not want us to get it. I appreciate that. Oh, and we're not oh, real sure if it's contagious or not, but he didn't want us to get it. So he stayed home. Well, um, yeah, well, okay. Now I want to get something straight though. I got a question to ask. Are you you're are you coaching your son's football team? Like, are you head coaching? I am fifth grade. Sweet. And what's well, I, I, do you guys go by age and weight? No, we go by grade. Yeah. Okay. Well, we go by age and weight. So my kids range from like nine to eleven, and then the weight is like. If, so if they're nine, I think they have to weigh above 99 pounds to play on my team. Um, Ten-year-olds, I think the max they can weigh is 113. And then 11-year-olds, they can only weigh 81 pounds. Damn. Well, now it's, it's so weird how they do it. And it's really, it kind of pisses me off because, so we had our jamboree last weekend. And this is the problem with weights. When you get teams that try to stack a certain age group, sure, yeah, they'll have kids cut weight. Like you're talking about 9, 10, 11-year-olds going on diets, cutting weight, skipping meals, not drinking water for an entire day. Wow. So like, first of all, it's not that serious. Yeah. But, but I'm, going to, I'm watching all these kids weigh in, and they're stripping down to just their underwear. And then – after weighing in, they'll eat this big ass meal because they're like, "Oh, well, I haven't eaten in three days." That's insane. So myself, I've only got fifteen kids that are struggling to make weight, but you've got like thirty kids that are trying to drop weight so you can stack out this this uh, this division. Like, it is not that serious. Yeah, it's always fun to beat people that are that ridiculous about things. I <clears throat> well, I, I recently joined a. a my uh, Oklahoma football youth youth football group on Facebook, and it's a little more serious than I. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean I you mean, can most, take anything like that as serious as you want to. Most of the teams are up like in Tulsa and stuff, you know, and and man, Oklahoma City, and them dudes are a little. I mean, they're talking smack, hardcore smack to each other. Dude, I have, smack. We almost got in a, the Jeez very first nice. time we ever played at Union in Tulsa. There was almost as we everybody's shaking hands as we're leaving. There was almost a fight between the coaches as the game's over with. That's not right. 
I mean, these guys, we had, everybody had to be separated this and is, all that. This is for the kids. This is about the kids. This is about, this is not about, you know, coaches and dads and all that. It's all about the kids. But in our league, it's fifth grade or fourth grade. We're in fourth grade and you can't weigh over. They one. have like weight care, weight, like ball carrying restrictions on weight. And you can't weigh over a certain weight either. You can't weigh over 150 pounds in our late, in our, in fourth grade. We had a kid show up at the first of the season. I'm, I'm pretty sure um, he weighed 166, and we had to send him to the fifth grade team. Really? Mm-hmm. I, we didn't ever have to do that. When we had some big kids, that must be something fairly new because we could have the biggest, giant 10-year-old kid, and there's some of them that are huge show up, and they'll lumber around out there and fall on top of people and everything else. Well, my oldest son, the only time he's ever been injured, I'd say, he's been hurt but never injured playing football, was by a kid that weighed like 200 pounds in the fifth grade. And the, he was he was playing running back. They tackle him. The pile's there, and this kid, giant kid, at the end of the play, the whistle blows, and he runs right over there and flops down on top of the pile. And Gavin's leg was bent kind of like behind him a little bit. When this kid flops, he's like laying across another kid, so it bends it, I guess, further up behind his back than it normally would go or whatever. And he's screaming, you know, ah, whatever. And, so we go out there and peel this big-ass kid off. This kid's still big to this day. I've seen him recently. He's a giant man. And, well, that's uh, like that picture I sent you guys on Instagram of my nephew. Yes. He's like two, two feet taller than my son, and he's like 10, 10 15 pounds lighter than I am. <laughs> he's huge. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, I, I believe he's 10 pounds, like 195 or something like that. Wow. But, so he's he's ten, obviously same age as my son, but he's playing on a, a twelve U team because I guess they go. I don't think they do weight where they play because they're like uh, three four towns south of where I'm at, and they go by um, age, I believe. And I don't know how they do some of the leagues around here. So well, he's playing up. Yes, he's playing with kids two years older than him. See, to me, to me, you're at that point. I mean, I get it. You don't want these big kids to hurt the smaller <clears throat> kids, but I mean, to me, you're you're basically taking this kid and you're sticking him with kids that are so much more advanced physically and mentally. mentally man, I yeah. mean, there's a difference between yes. ten and twelve years old. You know, yes. you, you're you were hurting this kid's chances of getting better at football at that point. You know what I mean? Unfortunately, I mean, I, I'm not saying this that this kid's not able to do it. I'm just saying. <clears throat> On, I would say on average, a, an average kid playing two grades up, how in the hell, that's, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's like I've got I've got two nine-year-olds on my team that physically or mentally aren't ready to play in a higher division with – well, like, I mean, you guys have seen my son play, and I wouldn't want these nine-year-olds playing with him. Especially if it's their first year, they're afraid of contact, they're afraid to hit somebody. And I keep telling, I kept telling our president, I was like, look, you've got two kids up here that don't belong here. They're not physically ready, they're not mentally ready, but their parents just want them to be on my team because their friends are on the team. I was like, that's, you're asking for somebody to get hurt at that point. Yeah. And so what do you say? I, I, I told him, I voiced my, so here's the thing. So, um, so Saturday I started off with 18 kids. Our league minimum for each team to actually play a game is 15. 
I lost two kids on Saturday that were overweight, so they had to move up. I've got four nine-year-olds that technically should be playing down, but our league president moved them up so that we can fill out my roster so we have enough kids to uh, have a team. Hmm. That puts you and in I a... told him. I, I told him. I was like, I don't... I've already lost two kids. Why would you put four kids on my team that that aren't ready to play just to field this team when I can just take the remaining boys that I have and just move them up another division? Because the next division is 10, 11, 12. And all my 10-year-olds can go up, which is like eight or nine of them, which I would much rather have than trying to struggle and get 14 kids and try to play eight games with 14 kids. And you're telling me 14 kids in eight, nine games are all going to stay healthy for an entire season? Yeah, that's tough, dude. That would be hard to keep up with. I, that, that's what, I'm, I'm starting to realize that they're looking more of it as number-wise and not player safety, which it – Honestly, like it frustrates me to death. Like I've, I've gone the last two weeks telling these guys, look, we can't be doing this with, with little kids. Like my son last week, I had to run him every single play because nobody was blocking, and and the only yards he was getting was because he would go hit somebody or run over somebody. And honestly, like as soon as I got him home, I felt terrible because he took off all his gear. He had bruises on his shoulder, his back, mm. and then the next day he was just laying around all day because he was telling me how sore he was. I was like, "Dude, we're gonna have to figure something out because I can't be running you around like that anymore." Yeah, I could see that point. I could see that definitely. Well, what? <clears throat> uh, so you're the president of your league. I mean, does, he's fine with it. He's like, "Well, they paid their money. Let's just get him in there." I mean, is that? Is yeah, that- see- yeah, and I, I'm still trying to get to the bottom of why it's so important for them to have. So we've got four teams. We've got, like, 89ers, Peewees, Bantams, and I think seniors. And I'm the Peewee coach. So I tell them, I was like, look, just take the 89ers off of my team and move them down. And then my 10-year-olds, the rest of them, can just move up to uh, Bantam. Bantam had to play on Saturday with 11 guys. That's all they had. Oh, God. So I was like, well, why wouldn't you put my kids with that team and have a full team and everybody can play? You don't have to worry about who's getting hurt or who's who's going to have to sit out instead of trying to fill out this team and trying to have four teams with the least amount of players. That's a- that's what that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, what's what's more logical? So if he did that, would you coach that team? You would move to be that coach? No, I would help. See, I, I don't care about the head coaching part of it. Right. Like, I, I'm going to get my point across regardless of where I'm at, whether it's at home with Josiah or at a game yelling from the sidelines. Someone's going to hear me regardless. But I just think the whole concept of, oh, you need 15 kids to fill the team to get to be able to play. Well, what happens if I – if four kids get hurt in, in my game, then what? Especially having these young kids that, I mean, the chances of them, because I'm sure you probably have, 
no more kids than you have, you got to work them in there. You got to play them. Yeah, and is, then the chances of them getting hurt are pretty high. Is so. there a play minimum in your in your league? <coughs> um, ten plays, I believe. Jeez. Yeah. Each kid has to play ten plays. But here's the thing. So, like I told him, I was like, my kids aren't gonna last. I had one kid who sat out because he said his stomach hurts. Um, another kid, a nine-year-old kid, by the way. Um, Every time, I don't know how this happens, but when we, I mean, we, we don't know how this happens. When it's time to run, he's always hurt. Mm-hmm. And I go ask his dad, hey, what's wrong with your son? Oh, he's sensitive. He's sensitive. He's sensitive. Hmm. And then, so does his dad run over there and kind of, you know, yell at him a little bit or get stern with him about no. not being sensitive? No. He, he goes and massages his legs and asks and makes sure he's okay. Damn, dude. Yeah, I've seen that though. I mean, I I, I got to say I've seen it before, a lot of times. We're actually. on we're on twelve plays, so we got to get our guys twelve plays. But ha, you know, having four players that don't want to play football, I can see that would be hard to get their ten plays or their twelve plays. People don't understand, man. They they think that uh, I don't know. I think parents they just think that their kids need to be, get their twelve plays in, and you're like, listen. Your, your your kid don't want to be out there. And we haven't dealt with it before. I, I, we we try to get our kids their plays, but um, you, we did have players in the past that did not want to play football. <laughs> so how are you supposed to get them their 12 plays? You Dude, know, or I've seen plays? kids that, that hate playing, that their parents won't let them quit, and their parents will yeah. count plays during the game, and they'll say, my kid was three plays short of what he's supposed to get to play. And you're like, and that's the stuff I'm talking about. This kid is crying. And he, you know what I mean? Right. He does not want to play. You know, right. it's not, it's not him, you know, faking getting hurt. He just sits there and cries because he don't want to be out there getting banged around. You know what I'm like? Really? You know, I mean, what, what are we driving for here? What are you going for? Like, why are you even counting plays when your kid don't even want to be out there? Makes yeah. no sense. Yeah. I, and, uh, the hard part too, is I'm sure you deal with this too, Rammer is when you're coaching and then like, you got parents telling me, Oh, you know, my son was good at this position, and he, he can do anything you ask him. It was like, well, it's hard when you only got 14 kids. Kids are going to have to play out of position. I mean, yes. that's, that's, I mean, I told him straight forward. I was like, look, I understand he can probably play that position, but because we don't, we only have an X amount of kids, he has to play at this spot because there's nobody else that'll do it. Yep. And then you get the parents that are pissed off. I was like, well, look. People aren't showing up. There's not enough kids. So what would you like me to do about it? And that's getting to be the, there not being enough kids to have teams is definitely getting to be a bigger problem as we go. <clears throat> it seems like, cause I, you know, I've been doing this stuff for quite a few years. You know, my, my oldest son's 17. So we started in whenever he was in third grade and, uh, were teams bigger back then? Yeah. I'm, I, honestly, I'm, it, it seemed like there were more people, the more kids playing yeah. then than now. Yeah, because we've kind of struggled to get for the last couple of years, you know, because kason has been playing since third grade. So we're third grade, fourth grade, we're in fourth grade now. Both years we kind of struggled to get a team. You and know? see, every year Gavin played the Hearts one first, then he played uh, Savannah, then he played McAllister, and we never had trouble with, with getting enough people yeah. to play. That was never an issue. And now it seems like every time you turn around, 
teams are like, well, like well, the third grade team can't get enough kids. And you know, it's, yes, it's a weird thing, man. It kind of worries me about the sport. I mean, especially, and I'm not saying youth athletics is, you know, the end all be all, but I'm just saying from a, what would you say? Uh, from the standpoint of people that play sports or your kids play sports, it's dwindling, you know, from what I've seen in the years that I've been doing. And I'm an old man now. So. Do you see that too up there? Uh, yeah. Yep. Big time. Even sports like, in general, not like, even necessarily football. Yeah, like the last few years, like numbers have been slowly dropping. Like this year, we've only got four teams. But last year we've had, last year we had six, seven teams, I believe. Yeah. Why do you think that is? I, I told you what it was. I know, but I want you to tell me again. <laughs> the parents. Definitely. It's the, it, it's the parents. It's the kids. It's it's the whole concussion thing, which, I, look, I, I get it, right? It's, it's, a, it's a safety thing. But what people don't realize is it's, everybody knows concussions are out there. People are going to get concussions. It wasn't the fact that the NFL – lied and said that the sport was dangerous is that they they covered up the details about what concussions were doing to its players and i think parents don't realize or understand what that whole cte issue was about so they're like oh well everybody's saying it's it's a concussion thing so if if my kids don't play then they won't get concussions you won't have to worry about it but like i said they, they've just got the wrong notion of what that entire thing was about you know what i'm saying yeah i mean I, I i honestly feel like just growing up you know myself as a boy and you know in oklahoma middle of nowhere but i mean you're, there's plenty of ways to get hurt i mean yeah. there's plenty of things you can do that have nothing to do with fo- i didn't play football until i was in seventh grade they didn't have youth football whenever i was a kid and uh dude i've hit my head God only knows how many times. Now, okay, I get it that you, you're subjecting yourself to the possibility a lot more often playing football. I get that. But at the same time, I mean, I, I don't see my, – my two children have not received any more injuries than I did growing up. I mean, I can say, I'm, you know, as far as them coming to me going, God, you know, that rung my bell or I can't see or I'm throwing up or any of that stuff like that, none of that. <coughs> The only time either one of my kids have ever had a bad enough concussion to make them throw up or to feel something that you know irregular was a skateboarding accident. You know, I yeah. mean, my youngest son was riding a skateboard and, and he actually did crack a skull and he had a really bad concussion from it. But it was skateboarding; he was not supposed to be doing what he was supposed what he was doing. You know, of <clears> course <throat> that you know with good reason. But uh, anyways. I I guess I could see it, but to me, it's a like a generational thing, dude. It's like people are not. It, it is. It is. Yeah, they're they're not the same with their kids, and I'm not even one of them. Make them drink out of the water hose or whatever. You know, I'm not even necessarily trying to be that guy, but I mean, well, I think flip. We've talked about it before. I mean, it's the best way I know how to raise your boys to be men one of these days. You know, I mean, yeah. it's I'm personally bent that way you know what i mean i'm just made that way so I, i'm gonna naturally say that but it, it, there's a lot of, and i'm not necessarily bashing women when i say this either but there are a lot of of mothers 
that when you when they have their kid playing football, it's the the uh, they want that status of, I guess you'd say, of my kid's an athlete or he plays and all these things like that. But they don't want then they're so worried about them getting hurt that they don't ever succeed. You know what I mean? They put them in this thing so that they're one of the football moms and they get to wear those little hats with the, you know, the team logo on it and everybody gets to wear all their cool stuff and we get to talk about we playing football, but they don't really want their kids to play, you know, because their yeah. kids ain't out there running into nobody. You know, they're out there hugging and they about half ass don't want to be there, you know? Yeah. I mean, you got yeah. – And, I mean, that's the thing about Josiah, like, I'm glad that he's he's doing well when he's playing football, but that's not why I got him into football. Yeah, I, I wanted him to be able to defend himself, learn respect, be able to take directions, make new friends, yeah, and and just do something, get out of the house. <clears throat> I see that's the thing. Like kids now, like they don't know how to just go outside and play. No, they don't. If, no, if they, they don't, don't have a phone in their hand or they're not playing video games. They're going to be like fucking like me on this video, like not knowing to do with my hands when I'm talking. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm outside. What should I be doing? Mm-hmm. Climb a fucking tree. Do something. Car wheels. <laughs> anything. Well, then, you know, like my kids, I raised them. They're, they're physical kids. I mean, you know, obviously <coughs> just by nature, you know, just by I, genetics, if nothing else. I was always a really physical kid as far as. I like playing and like wrestling and like doing all that dumb shit, you know, that's irritating to people. That's what I like to do whenever I was a kid. And, and even, even with the way things are now, my kids are still, I would say on the front edge of being physical compared to other kids, you know, but they were raised that way. I mean, yeah, I, I remember been picking my kids up and throwing them on the bed and, you know, when they were, Big enough, it wouldn't break their freaking leg or whatever, you know. I mean, we were always that way. So you see it translate on the football field, and it's like you were saying a minute ago, Flip. I mean, it's like they think it's about playing football, but it's not, you know. I mean, it's just about – it's a natural transition for people like us to do that. I mean, dude, if we if we were alive 400 years ago, we'd be out fighting other tribes or some shit. I don't know. I mean, we'd be doing something physical. And so football happens to be the physical thing that's alive and well right now. So to me, it's kind of sad to watch it like dying. I mean, what's, what's next? You know what I mean? What's coming after that? I mean, we're going to play chess or, I mean, we're going to pat each other on the back and tell each other we're sorry all day. Is that going to be the next thing that we got for physical contact? I mean, yeah, dude, I feel like, I know that sounds drastic, but I'm just saying, you know, I mean, I feel like masculinity is under attack almost. It's almost like a bad thing now to be. It's definitely under attack. Yeah. I mean, like my son, and he's a little bit overboard. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to justify his behavior. But, I mean, to me, my son that's uh, like this freak show now to everybody. Everybody's like, oh, God, he's, you know, he's out of hand, blah, blah, blah. He was like in the middle of the pack. When I was growing up, I mean, he might have been able to hang out with me and my friends when we were growing up. That's how rough everybody was. You know what I mean? I mean, they talk about don't fight in school, you know, no, da, da, da. And we were like, we didn't care if a teacher was standing there. Somebody slaps you upside the head, you're going to slap them right back. It don't matter if Donald Trump is standing next to him. You know what I mean? You're going to defend yourself. And so it's like I raised him that way. So, and that's, 
it's almost I sometimes feel like, man, maybe I, you know, maybe I did him a disservice by teaching him to be physical. But I'm like, no, you know, I mean, we, we need to curb it a little bit. We need to shape it, mold it a little bit. But I'm glad that he's that way, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you strap well, pads. I was telling Rammer like during baseball season when like, I, I mean, I I love baseball. Like Josiah, he really didn't care for it because I mean it was pretty rough for him. He probably got hit. He got hit every single game. It seemed like it. Oh, but like every time he got hit, he fall on the ground, and then you get these moms sitting next to me. Oh, that poor kid, he gets hit every day. And I'm sitting there like, dude, get up. Yeah. Like, like, don't don't make people feel sorry for you. That's not what we're here for. Yeah. Take your base, like, bro. Yeah, you, you're on base. You did your job. Now <laughs> score if you can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, another thing too is like. The whole winning and losing aspect, like I could care less about, honestly. Like, like my son, like my son, he's always he's he's just like, oh, we won, we we did that, we did this. Like, dude, who cares? Yeah. Like if, when he loses, like he cries. It's like, dude, what are you crying for? People lose all the time. It's yeah. part of the game. Get over it. Well, I always. From an individual standpoint, I mean, as far as my kids go, when they're playing, I mean, I'm looking at, like, at the end of the game, when we have talks like driving home or anything like that, it was always, dude, did you do everything that you could? You know what I mean? Do you, did you do what you could to win this game? And if we, if we all can agree, man, you had a hell of a game, you, you tried hard, this was a good play, this wasn't such a good play, but as a, as a whole, if I felt like this dude put his heart into it, Man, how can I be mad about losing right. if that happens? Yep. You know, I mean, I mean, because yeah. that, that's I, I watch as my kids are getting older and I see them starting to apply that kind of thing to their life. You know what I mean? With that, that confidence that they gain from knowing, hey, man, you know, I put I put it out there. So, you know, if we went one or we didn't. Now, I don't like it if they're if they half ass the game, then they're laughing whenever they lose. I'm like, all right. You know, no, that ain't <laughs> right. what we're doing, you yeah. know. But uh I mean, winning and losing. Uh, my, now, my younger son will cry. He he's just like yours. What you were talking about, Flip. I mean, it's, he's twelve years old, dude. If he loses a basketball game, I don't care if it's a one day tournament on some pickup team for twelve and under. You know, what I mean, that don't mean nothing about nothing. He does not want to lose, and he may have played like hell. You know, what I mean, like there, I remember one time he didn't play very good at all. He's like crying at the end of the game. I'm like, you should be crying because that was that, that was terrible. You know, you 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 made no shots. You know, you took like twelve shots, and made nothing. You know, this is, but uh, I'm the same way. I mean, and I, I've told you this before, Flip. Not you know, just for podcast sake, I've told you to. Uh, you know, I've told my my kids would be like, well, I don't know. You know, I'm I'm afraid if I didn't do this or do that, or if I didn't play this sport, I don't know if you would love me. And I'm like, dude, you know, I've I've gone on about this all wrong then, because it ain't about ball. You know, I mean, it is, but it's not. You know, I'm trying to teach you guys some stuff. And I don't know how else to teach you. I don't live on a ranch or a farm where I can get you out there and show you the value of a day's work or whatever, you know, whatever shit you want to say there. But (laughs) it's what I know. You know what I mean? And what I know is that that shit turns people into men. You know, whenever you get done with it, you learn how to lose and how to get hurt and keep moving. And, I mean, how else are you going to do that, you know? I mean, yeah. Yep. Learning how to deal with losing 
is really what I would probably teach them the most. Just, just to, just how to deal with it. Like it's not. I hate sore losers. Yeah. People that don't know how to lose, or they get all combative when they lose. Stuff like that, like. Yeah, I can't handle I can't, that either. I can't deal with any of that. Yeah, no. it's bad character. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta learning how to lose and dealing with it that's that's a skill that you got to learn yeah you know i thought it was funny whenever uh my older son now he's getting in high school he's gotten to wear and we never had this whenever i was in school so it was kind of foreign to me but he knows some of the kids from other teams that he plays like by sight if he sees them somewhere you know he'll say oh and they might talk to each other and i'm like who the hell is that kid you know he's like oh he's that that kid that plays linebacker for wagner or something like that you know he's I'm like, how do you know him? And he's like, oh, man, I follow him on Snapchat or, you know, some, <laughs> I'm like, what? But, you know, win or lose, these guys know they're all out there playing ball. Right. You know, I mean, they, they at least respect the fact that they get out and do, you know, a, a, I guess you'd say a gamer respects a gamer or, you know, a guy that can play it respects another guy that can, you know. And to me, that's a pretty cool thing that I didn't necessarily count on because I didn't know about that whenever I was a kid. I mean, everybody was like, well, Hartshorn's come to your house. You know, you better hate their guts. If you see them, you know, punch them in the face or yes. whatever, you know. <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, I was raised a lot, you know, not raised, I guess. My mom and dad didn't give a damn one way or another who won the Hartshorn Wilberton game or that even they were playing. Yeah, but if you were in Wilberton and you were in sports, you didn't get along with anyone from No, Hartshorn. no. If you ran into them at a, pa- a house party or something like that, it was oh, always gosh. a fist fight. Yes. You know? <laughs> what did they do from Hartshorn? What you doing over here in Wilmington, man? You know, and then your big fist fight or whatever. But no, nah, it's but I mean, I, I myself am a little bit softer on my kids. I mean, I'm a little bit guilty in, uh, in a couple of areas of being softer on mine than my parents were. Well, my kids never even climbed a tree. Well, as far as I know, so I feel like I may be because you live in there. town, bro. I know, but you gotta get couple, out of town. There's a couple of trees out in the yard. <laughs> <laughs> that he never tries the, to climb. Them damn trees don't count. They'll bend over. Even though Cason's in them, they'll probably bend over and touch the ground. Not the tree in the backyard. The tree in the backyard is big. Both the trees in the backyard are big. He's never attempted to climb it. Well, as far as I know. Well, you know, but you think about this. Times have changed, man. Well, even when I was a kid, though, I would I would kind of rotate. I'd play Nintendo for a little bit. And then whenever it would piss me oh, off, yeah. I'd go out and do something. You know, I'm yeah. like, oh my god. Oh but, yeah, don't think I didn't play Nintendo when I was a kid. What's well, like, you know, Theo Vaughn talks about, you know, when he's talking about playing video games, you like either won or lost. You know, like like we're playing games now that are like competing against other people, but like you were playing against Bowser, you know, and you had to get yourself ready <laughs> yeah. for for the big boss at the end of the level. And if you lose to him, dude, I, I would rage quit. Whenever I was little, I, you know, if I couldn't win, I'd go outside and like. I don't know, throw rocks or something like that and get pissed off whenever I didn't win, you know, but that's funny. My kids don't know. They don't go outside all that much. Uh, they go outside. I, I can't say that, but they just don't. I don't know. They have things like my oldest son will go and mow. You know, he started his little mowing business or whatever. So oh, he, did? I mean, he does that stuff. Yeah. I didn't know that. Buff mow or whatever it is oh. he called it, but they were out mowing yards over Gavin? the summer. Yeah. Oh, I did not know. On that. his own, I wouldn't give him money one day. You know what I mean? He's like, "Hey, can I have twenty bucks?" I'm like, "No, mow my yard." He's like, "All right." And then he goes to me and he goes, "Hey, you think I can make money mowing yards?" I was like, "Hell yeah, you can!" 
around here in the summertime? Yes. He's like, I'm going to see if I can. Next thing I know, they're going every day after summer pride. They go work out. Him and two of his buddies, they load up my mower and my weed eater in my truck while oh. I'm at work, and they go find some yards to mow. But, I mean, how am I not going to let them? Right. You know what I mean? I mean, right. am I going to say, no, it's a terrible idea. You're not using my stuff to go make money for yourself. How dare you, you know? So I let them, and they did that kind charge of stuff. Them, charge them rent for all of it? <laughs> well, I didn't I didn't do that. There, there again, I'm softer than my parents, man. I mean, I'm just no softy. But the younger one, without his phone all summer, did he go help? You know what's funny? No, they wouldn't let him go. But uh, uh, you know what's funny, though? By the end of the summer, when, I, when he was just about to get his phone back, he's like, you know, man, I'm getting to where I really, for about the last month or so, I really haven't missed it that much. He's like, I'm not that excited about getting it back. Now, he didn't say, I don't want it back. You know, I mean, he wasn't that excited, but uh, it, I was surprised. You know, he was like, ah, oh, you know, you can get by without a phone. I'm like, hell yeah, you can. <laughs> you know, I made it like 20 some odd years yeah. without a cell phone. So, yeah. But that's in my neck of the woods. I don't know. Speaking Flip, of uh, CTE, uh, Flip has a brother-in-law that was uh, in the NFL. Oh, yeah. He was, yeah, he was part of the, uh, the study. Yeah, really? I remember you telling me about that, but I didn't know of yeah. any of the, any of the uh, so, if there's any uh, conclusion to the, to the study um, yet. I'm not sure. Honestly, I'm not sure, but yeah, he came home. I want to say last year, can't remember when, but a part of his exit from the NFL was to get a check for symptoms of CTE. And if he had qualified, I think that it would have, he would have got money part of his, uh, the hell is that called? Um, uh, like I said, it's like the, the like the retirement, uh, like the retirement kind of oh, kind of okay. deal. Oh I believe. yeah, like the player's pension or whatever it is. Oh yeah, there you go. There, yeah, pension. Yeah, yeah. But I, I don't know. I, I don't ask him about stuff like that. So, but apparently he uh, there's days when he when he talks about like, oh yeah he was like yeah man that uh that CTE's got me all messed up. I was like, oh well, I mean, what what's it like I, for I, him? I mean, as far as the residuals off of it. I mean, does he, did they have a re, player's retirement and all that stuff like that? But I mean, does he get any kind of, is he into any special businesses or connections <laughs> that he made because of being in the NFL or anything like that? I mean, I see guys yeah, like Dennis Smith I, I and all those guys. He was, but, he was in the league long enough to get, <coughs> sorry, to get his, uh, his pension. I think he had to, I think just minimum was like five years, I think to, to get it. And I think he was in for like, Six, six or seven. I, honestly, I can't remember. 2010, I think, is when he got in. Wow. And he he just retired. I want to say like two years ago, I, I believe. What position did he play? Safety, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, he was a safety. He was on. Uh, he played for Denver when they won the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Uh, what was that? Super Bowl 50. Oh, so this dude got a ring. Yeah, we. Uh, I drove down to Santa Clara. We went. We went down there. Did you kiss the ring? <laughs> Did he hold it out? Kissed it, kiss it, licked it, wore it. <laughs> huh, that's trippy, man. That's cool. Yeah, it, it, it was crazy. Like the, So we got there. Both teams stay at the same hotel, which is kind of weird. So you went but, to the game? You went to the Super Bowl? 
I didn't go to the game. Uh, the parents, the parents, his parents, his wife, and his in-laws, they all went to the game. He all, I think he only had five tickets. <clears throat> but I think like 30 of us drove down to go and hang out. I was going to say you at least tailgated or something, I'm sure, probably. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We went down to uh, – what's that thing? I, I forget what it's called, but uh, – um, that big parade or whatever, that little function they had before the Super Bowl, like in the downtown area. I don't know what it's called, but we went there. I don't either. Uh, I can't – honestly, I can't remember what it was called, but we were there. That would be um, weird. It would be weird to know you're watching the Super Bowl and somebody you know is on a team. You know what I mean? That would be – that's crazy, man. I'm, yeah. Well, it's weird. So, because he got drafted by Houston – in 2010 so his rookie year uh me and my wife and josiah at the time we went out and watched him in houston and after the game uh they've got a player a player family lounge that the family sit around and wait for you know all the players to come out you're not supposed to take pictures take autographs or any stuff like that but dude you're down there you're standing next to some of these nfl players and they are fucking huge. <laughs> Dude, Brian, Brian Cushing is probably the biggest human being I've ever seen that was just all muscle. Um, like, he was wearing some, like, some sweatpants. I thought his quads were just going to rip right through him every time he walked. <laughs> yeah. J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt is huge. Yeah. Uh, Connor Barwin. I don't know if that name is yeah. familiar to you guys, oh, yeah. but... That dude was big. Uh, he what did he uh, was he a center? I'm trying to think. No, he he was a backer, linebacker. Oh, okay. Linebacker DN. Yeah, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but yep. I mean, Super Bowl, we saw well, I saw Vernon Davis. We met um He's a freak of nature. Uh, yeah. Elway. We got to meet John Elway. Wow, that's cool. The not Peyton Manning, but the the backup, Osweiler, Brock Osweiler. Oh yeah, yep. Uh, Derek Wolf. Uh, no, did I ever send you that picture I took with uh, Demarius Thomas? I I don't I think so. I think you may have showed it to me. I don't remember. Yeah, took a picture with him. Oh man, that after party in that lobby was the craziest thing I've ever done or been to. <laughs> I can see Open how that bar, free cigars. All the players were there, uh, and they had uh, Flow Rider. Flow Rider was performing. Hmm. Nice. So it was pretty neat. So your uh, brother-in-law, where did he go to college? Uh, Idaho. And Idaho Vandals. And so he says he or he. I'm not going to say he says, but he he <laughs> feels uh, like he has CTE. Uh, he. I don't know if he has it. But I, I think he, he says he has, like, some sort of symptoms of it. I, I don't know. I don't know what it entails. Has he ever expressed so. to you how he feels about kids playing football or, like, your kids playing football? His kids don't play. I can tell you that. And is it because of him or is it because of his wife? I don't think it's necessarily him. I think it's his, his wife. His wife is actually pretty protective of their kids, so – and he's okay, I guess, with, with just them not playing football. Do they want to play football? 
Uh, I, honestly, I don't know, man. Are they to boys? be honest, I don't know. They play. I mean, they play flag football. Oh, okay. How old are they? Uh, um, I think the oldest is eight. Oh, okay. And they've got a four and a three-year-old. So four maybe three-year-old, maybe in a couple of years they're going to have to start making decisions if those kids want to start playing ball. Yeah, I. I'm going to go out on a limb and say they probably won't. As much as I know he wants them to, I, I don't think the wife would, would let them, to be honest. Oh, okay. That's so, crazy, man. So him being in the NFL and playing football his whole life, he's not against – he's not really against his uh, kids playing. <clears throat> no. Because, I mean, yeah, uh, I, I think – I want to say he's came out and he watched – he's watched Josiah come and play a few times and he's watched – his younger brother come uh, play a few times as well. So, oh, so his he's not against. Yeah, he's not against people okay. playing it. But okay. I just think his kids. It's just his wife. Yeah, it's the wife that won't let him. What does he do? Uh, I don't want to get into his personal life too much, but I mean, what does he do for a living now that he doesn't play football? I'm, I was always curious about what people do yeah. after they retire well, and stuff. The- um, I'm trying to think of what I think his. <clears throat> I think he majored in like sports medicine. I believe, but right now he's he's coaching at uh, the College of Idaho, which is in uh, like Boise, I believe, which is where he lives. Oh, okay, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, so he's a DB coach out there. Um, yeah, we were out there a few months ago. So we went to go visit him, and we went to go visit uh, see the campus and see his team, and then they had a little auction that we went out there. He hasn't been here, so. When he got drafted, he hasn't been like back here since he he got drafted. Jeez, so he's out, huh? He's like, man, I'm yeah. made it out. I'm yep. staying out, huh? Yep. He'll, I mean, he'll he, he'll come. I think he's probably come, uh, probably three or four times within the last. Uh, how long is it? Eight, nine years, I think. Hmm. But I mean, at the same time, he's got his own family to worry about, so sure, yeah. trying to keep himself busy too. So can't fault the guy. Now, is he is he kind of a freak? I mean, physically. I mean, to be an you NFL know what's funny player? is me and him, build wise, are the same. So when I first started dating my wife, and I would go over to the house and just walk around, like they would mistake me for. Shiloh, which is oh. his name. So, like, I'll be sleeping on the couch, and they're like, Shiloh, wake up. And I'll turn around, and they're like, oh, never mind. <laughs> That's weird, man. Because, like, I- and it, here, so here's funny, too. So, uh, when he we went to Idaho, we would always go eat breakfast with them after the games. So, they would come up and tell him, oh, hey, you know, good game. And they would shake my hand and tell me good game, thinking <laughs> I was on the team. And I would, they're like, they're like, oh, Shallow, good game, man. Uh, you guys did good last night. They would shake my hand and like, hey, good game. And like, yeah, I'm on the defense. That's all, that's all I would say. That's why if you ever, if you ever look at my Instagram posts, uh, it'll say, like, uh, number five on the defense. Yeah, if, if you ever pay attention to it, it's because I would tell people, yeah, yeah, I'm on the defense number five. 
That's probably how you met all them guys. You're like pretending to be here. Knew who I was. (laughs) They would know him, but they wouldn't know you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, until they looked it up and realized who the fuck is this guy. (laughs) (laughs) So when he was in college, it was pretty pretty well known that he was going to get drafted. Was there no? Was there any doubts or? Um. Because I'm sure I don't know, man. To to be honest, it. It, it was weird. So we went to all his home games because it was in Idaho. It was just a four-hour drive for us. But I honestly don't remember asking him anything about the draft. But I remember when he came home for the draft because we had a draft party for him. And uh, is that, that was pretty wild. Was that when I'll everyone – is that when you thought, oh, he might really go to the NFL? Was that like the – the light bulb so, for you? Here's the weird thing. So before he came back for his draft party, he actually worked out for the Seahawks. Oh. Yeah. It's good thing so, he didn't go to that team. The, the, um, <laughs> and I think – so what happened was I think Houston had <clears throat> like two picks before Seattle. And when Houston picked him – Seattle ended up drafting a safety that same round from another school. So I, I'm in my head, I'm thinking, damn, if it he was never so got close. picked up, what are the odds that Seattle would have picked him up? Right. Huh. It was so close. Which, which, which would have been insane because yeah. I was he, he lives here. He played here. Yeah, it never works out that way. Yeah. I'm still waiting for Blake Griffin to come back to the Thunder. Oh, God. Oh, my God. And Trey Young <laughs> and Buddy Heald. Nah. They ain't nobody then, coming to the Thunder Baker, anytime soon. Baker son. Mayfield getting traded to the Cowboys. <sighs> I like Baker Mayfield being where he's at, dude. I like him playing for the Browns. He's they're gonna. I know, but wouldn't you rather see him playing in in Dallas? Nah. Really? Why? I don't know because I I just don't think Jason well, Garrett da- would know how to use him. You know what I'm saying? I don't think I don't think they'd be able to do it right. Well, you're probably right there. I don't know, man. Don't oh know. man, some funny shit is. Uh, when we would go out to visit her brother and we would go out to like lunch and dinners, like I would call him out in front of everybody. So it's your wife's brother, right? (laughs) Yeah. So like when we're getting ready to pay our bill, I'm like sitting there, I was like, but that's, that's shallow kale talking to the waiter. Like you're going to make him pay for dinner. (laughs) Do you know who this guy is? Or we'll be out in public and I'll be standing like 10 feet behind him and he's just walking with uh, his sister, I'm like, oh, my God, that Shiloh Carroll right there. I would do the same <laughs> shit. In the mall. Yeah. In the mall. It's, uh, yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I would do the same shit. It was a long time before you even told me that your brother-in-law was, you know, in the NFL or had a Super Bowl ring. Yeah, I'd be telling everybody probably. I know. I'd be like, hey, you ever heard of this guy? Well, I'm related to him. Not yeah, by blood, I'm, but you it's, know. it's yeah, it's not something like we just like throw out there. Like we've been to a few places because her, um, my wife's sister, she played college, so she would walk around in like a Broncos jersey, and somebody had stopped and asked her, like, "Hey, are you related to the shallow tail that played for Denver?" And like, oh yeah, that's my brother. I mean, they're 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 all low key, and they're it's. They're pretty quiet, and they don't really just go around like, hey, you know, my brother won the Super Bowl, you know, stuff like that. Right.
Now, I always wondered what he fe- how he felt about, and I think I've asked you about it before, how he felt about you know his kids playing football, and I think and, I, and you told me you thought it more so um, his wife that didn't really want you know the boys to play, and they're only eight, so I, I get it, you know they're not playing football yet, but maybe in a few years, one of these days somebody's gonna when their kids get older they're gonna say. I can't believe you're not playing football. Your dad was, you know, yeah. an NFL oh, player. And then they'll be it's like, coming. oh, shit, maybe I should. Sooner than later. Yeah, see, and I'm pretty sure he wouldn't want to put, like, that kind of pressure on right. his kids either. Right. So. Yeah. Because they know, right? They know he was. Yeah. Well, I, I know I would be like, don't embarrass me. To be me honest, I, I couldn't tell you, to be honest. If they know. Because um, I'm trying to remember. Well, this is your nephews, dude. Cause we were at no, but we were at their house, um, and I I, I want to say like we were talking about like oh what your dad used to do, and I don't know if they just didn't remember or they're just oblivious. To, he, oh, here's what it he was. sold cars. So, no, he <laughs> played for who he played for. I think when he played for Houston. Oh, that's what it was. He played for Houston, but his oldest son is like a huge Dallas fan. <laughs> yeah i mean that's yeah that's that's the only thing i could think of but yeah i i don't know to be honest with you i don't know if they were like really like super into it i i highly doubt they they were yeah. well it's weird because my son he's 10 but like he'll go on youtube and look for his videos that season specifically and watch all his highlights yeah yeah really yeah yeah, but, but I, mean, I mean, look at your son playing football too. Also, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. So, um, he played in the Super Bowl, right? Yes. Dude, that's insane. He was uh, four team special teams, and I think in the playoffs he actually started. <coughs> he started two or three games in the playoffs. He. Uh, I think he had a game, uh, game-winning pick against. I want to say, uh, shoot, who was it? New England, which I've got that ball, which is weird why I have it, but whatever. Who threw the ball? Uh, I mean, it couldn't have been huh? Tom Brady. No, I think um, who was it? Ryan Mallett? It was his backup at that time. He threw the pick, and I don't know how. You got the ball, ball. in my possession, but, but you I, have, I have it, it so wow. in a box. That's pretty cool. You're like, all I did was walk through his house. I saw it laying around. Picked and it I up. Just picked it up. You know, <laughs> next thing I know, I'm home with oh, it. Oh, you know what it was? We, went, to, gonna, when we he, went on a family trip to Oceanside in Oregon, and we were just playing beach football, and that's the ball we were using. Oh that's crazy, gosh. dude. But you know what, man? You think about it, an NFL player, he's going to do that. He's like, what? Yeah. I've been around famous people that play football. I'm one right. of them. It's not know? a big deal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's yeah, great. it was pretty neat. Um, so you were like, we're going to play with this, but I'm taking it home when we're done. <laughs> yeah, just I put this in the car. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there was any other, other cool stories to tell you guys about that, but I don't think there actually was. I know he went, yeah. He went from Houston to... I think he went to Cincinnati, and then Cincinnati, and then I think he went to Denver, and then he went to uh, New Orleans for a couple weeks, I believe. 
Well, it's good to know, you know, these guys will put their um, their degrees to work and that kind of thing once their football playing days are over. Because, you know, even when my kids were little and they are talking about, I'm going to play in the NFL, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, one of these days you'll play your last football game, no matter who you are, no matter how good you are, you'll play your last one. And then, Well, unless you're Tom Brady. Well, yeah, yeah. I guess so. That's well, not, I think at the time Shallow was playing, I think the average year was – or the average – League time, he was saying, was like two or three years. Wow. And just for someone to stay in it that long. Yeah, that's, yeah. This goes to show you, especially for a yeah, safety, I, I, you know. I remember when it got towards the end, he was like, all I got to do is just make the roster so I can get, I think he was talking about that. He just needs to make the roster because then that'll give him his qualified years for uh, his uh, pension. player pension. Yeah. Very cool. So another cool story um, from Seattle or out of Seattle happened, uh, I don't know, what, 12 years, 13 years ago? Uh, and I could be way off on the years. I don't really know. All I do know is that there was a large organization that sold out to another. I knew this was going somewhere. I didn't know where it was going. So this one city kicked its team out of its city. And they're now in Oklahoma City. They're called the and believe o- me, Oklahoma City Thunder. Everybody here really hates Oklahoma and Oklahoma City. Why? Because we were like, the it's land- not a joke. Everybody <laughs> hates Oklahoma and Oklahoma City. I know, but why? Why blame Oklahoma City? Why blame Why blame Oklahoma for the Thunder uh, or the Supersonics? Because it's your fault. How's it our fault? Even KD hates Oklahoma and Oklahoma City. But KD's from Texas. But so he, what do you wanted, expect? he wanted to play or in he Seattle. he played in Texas. He's talked about it. He was pissed whenever they moved the team to Oklahoma City. Which is another Nobody reason. likes Oklahoma. Well, I like it enough to root for Oklahoma City. <laughs> well, not now because there's nobody to root for. But I'm not a big Thunder fan. never have been. But I tried, especially when Paul George came. I was really excited about that. I was still hanging on. Oh, you're just some of the moves Oklahoma City has done. I say some every year. They make the stupidest moves, mm-hmm. and I'm no GM, but man, I can tell a bad move from a mile away that Oklahoma City has made. Yeah, they're going to be the new Lakers now. Well, well I was, yeah, I mean the whole the whole allure of Oklahoma was what's his name Westbrook. Yeah, and KD when he was there, Paul George. Now he had lost all of that. Now who wants to go to Oklahoma and play there? Nobody. Nobody. Good, good luck with that one. Yeah, yeah, and and and, and he's laughing about it. You know, mm-hmm. I'm sure Flip is. You know, he loved it when he's well, like, oh, I, mean, I mean, Paul George left. It's it's, it's gonna happen. I mean, but I mean, I, I, I'm curious to see how your fan base is gonna deal with. An organization that does bad. I mean, I, I've I've seen how Seattle would deal with it. Well, uh, we, 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 we did, we'd had to deal we we had to deal with it after they left. We've had to deal I mean, with it every year because yeah. they've always done bad. Even when they've yeah. done decently good, they fall apart at the end, and everybody gets mad, and everybody wants everybody wants the best player and the coach gone. I mean, <coughs> Oklahoma fans, you know, <laughs> Oklahoma City or Oklahoma uh, Thunder fans are not uh, forgiving at all. 
and well, they're going to blame got, uh, somebody. We, uh, the only the closest thing to a professional team we've ever had is OU. Yeah, and we're used to winning. Yep, a lot. Very true. So yeah, that's why I, I think the whole move to Oklahoma was like a weird thing because like you guys are a college town, so like to stick a an NBA or a professional team like out in the middle of there is kind of I don't know. To me, it's kind of weird. Well, there's a, it actually has worked out. I mean, they've, well, it was a big chance to take. If you think about yeah. it, you go, do we even have the fan base? Do we have, you know, are people going to come out? Uh, for I, this? Think it, I think it's obvious that we do. But yeah, yeah. We, you go through some real tough times in Oklahoma City. Yeah. I yeah. mean, as far as. Well, I mean, that's like, I mean, of all the teams you could have taken, like, I think Seattle hurt or the Sonics hurt the most. Like, you could have taken the Mariners. We would have been all right with that. <laughs> <laughs> but not the Supersonics. Yeah. No. <laughs> they they won a championship. Uh, let's see. Our our football team won a championship. Our soccer team won a championship. Our WNBA team has won a championship. Well, I love the Supersonics growing up, man. I was a huge Gary Payton fan, huge Sean Kemp fan. I still have my Sean Kemp jersey. Detlef Shrimp. It's funny. I think I've only gone – or I only went to two Sonic games ever, I think. Really? Yeah. That doesn't make you any less of a fan, though, right? I mean, yeah, I watched them on TV. I yeah. watched them every day on TV. I just never went to the, uh, was it the Key Arena? Now, have you always lived in that area? So no. When you were watching so them on TV, how I far? Up? South, south of Seattle. Ah. Oh. Uh, in a... In a city uh, called Des Moines, which is uh, it's, it's, it's like Moines, on the water, kind of by a, a marina. So, but like, how far were you from the the arena, though? From Seattle, um, from probably the... forty minutes. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I mean, you're right there. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, like where I live now is about forty minutes north of Seattle. So, mm. everything is pretty close. But like I said, I only went. A handful of times, if I remember, I'm I, like I went to a shit ton of uh, Mariners games because obviously I grew up playing baseball. But I mean, and through through our leagues, we kept getting Mariners tickets. So, and you play college baseball, correct? Uh, yes. I did not know that. Walked, yeah, walked on, and then we definitely got to talk really about that. Couldn't, yeah, couldn't afford school anymore because I was so. Here's also another thing. So, I I walked on at Green River where I went. I worked graveyard, and then I went to school all day. Jeez, so, my, my work schedule was 11.30 at night to 7 in the morning. And my first class was at 7.30. And I had a full schedule every single day. I don't know why I chose it that way. I should have changed it up to do like one or two classes a day, but I had all five classes every single day. So my first class was at 7.30. My last class ended at 2.30. Practice, or I think weight room started at 3.30. And then we went to practice from 3.30 or 4 to 4.30 to like 5 or 6. And then we had uh, study tables from 6 to 8.30. Good God. I would do that. I would go home, shower, and then go straight back to work. And get burnt out real quick. 
real something fucking quick. something yeah, had to get. Dude, that's crazy man i couldn't mm -mm. dude that was probably the hardest thing i did but you know what it's that's a lot of people a lot of kids won't do that right yeah, that's right i mean it it like you you You've got to be pretty sick in the head to do some shit like that. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, that's what it took for me to get into school. And to be able to do it, uh, I had to pay my own fucking way to get into school. Yeah. And, I mean, I told I told Rammer this. Like, I don't care. I, I didn't graduate high school. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I dropped out my senior year probably about... Well, here's the thing. So, I was probably... Before I found out that I wasn't going to graduate, I was like three or four credits short. So I did, I forgot what the hell I did, but they would send me packets on to make up those credits. Yeah. I did them all. Did the test, uh, went to my counselor, did the final test. Come to find out I was still one credit short. What? Yeah. So I was like, oh my God. So I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I didn't deal with it. I'll just... Fuck it, not a big deal to me. Yeah. So, um, didn't graduate. Probably about three months, three to four months after school was out. Like I went to a community college and got my GED. And when I got the funny thing, so they told me when I got there, like, oh yeah, this test is really gonna take you about like six to eight hours. Like, well, shit, I don't got all, all day to be doing that. So I just went in. Like, I started filling shit out. I was like, I got to get the fuck out of here. I, I just finished as quickly as I could. Um, about a week later, I got my test back, and I scored, like, in the 99 percentile. Damn. Holy for, like, moly. All, all this shit. Well, so that's the thing. Like, people think, like, oh, this guy's a fucking idiot. He didn't right. graduate high school. Right. I was taking pre-calculus, um fucking chemistry, AP English, like my sophomore year in high school. And that's Man. crazy that someone that's as smart as you are, for some for whatever reason, you fall one credit short of, you know, graduating after you uh, do all of that, that uh, hard work. Honestly, like, I I just wasn't into it. That's, that's what it came down to. Like, I was more into the extracurricular and not – not school. But the <laughs> right. funny thing was like, I was really good in my schoolwork. I just, I didn't want to do it. <laughs> yeah. Like my bio, like, so, so I took biology two years in a row and you're not supposed to take chemistry until you pass biology. I failed biology two years straight. Wow. Like I wouldn't show up to class, but we did this thing called competencies where You've got to learn certain points throughout the year and you test on them. And if you test on that, that makes up like 70% of your grade. Oh, so like I would okay, go yeah. in like the end of the semester, not do any of the homework, not show up to class, but I would nail out all these competencies to get a passing grade. But they failed me because I guess attendance was like a, a certain percentage of my grade, but I didn't really, really, didn't really think about that. <laughs> so I thought I had it. I thought I had the system nailed down, but, but they got me in the end. <laughs> I, I didn't know what else there was. Um, 
Yeah. Everybody that listens to this, go to school. Yeah, yeah. That's what I did terrible in school, man. My grades sucked in the entire time. Like, I barely graduated high school. And, uh, you know, I mean, I read post-high school in seventh grade. You know, I mean, it's, it's hardly an indicator of your ability. But, and I tell my kids this all the time, it's not, it's not that. It's you have to have it. You know, there's people expect you to have that part of your education. So it's really hard to get past that if you don't have it. So it's, you know, it's not yeah. the, it's not the learning that's the hard part. You know, it's the putting up with the shit, like you were saying, you know, like drudging through it. Cause you get bored, you know, I mean, a lot of that shit, I, I was really good at English for whatever reason. So all the English stuff from the time I was in eighth grade was like the most boring. I'm like, why are we spending so much time on you people trying to figure out where these words go in this sentence or what an adjective is and where it goes? What are we doing? You know what I mean? I'm sitting here listening to shit over and over, over and over. I got this shit the first time I heard it. What, you know, why are you in my class? Go to the LD class and I'm not even ripping on learning disabilities. I'm just saying, you know, you're slowing us down, bruh. You know, I'm starting to draw my tennis shoe over here. I ain't even paying no attention to what the hell we're doing now. I'm so bored. So. Yeah, I think I think the one thing that got me was my favorite teacher in school was my math teacher, and she was she would tell us, you know, it was like, as you go on in school, you're not really learning anything new. You're just learning different processes to get the same answer. Yeah, it's a mistake so to tell I'm, people that shit. You're like, well, yeah. fuck this. Yeah, so I'm sitting there thinking, I was like, well, why the fuck am I in school learning all these different fucking ways to come up with the same answer if I already know this answer? Yeah. Yeah. So that, I mean, honestly, that kind of fucked me up too. But like I said, that was my favorite teacher, and I was just going off of what she told me. Well, it's, I took a, a class, I took uh, physiology when I was going and trying to get into nursing school. And that class was like, basically, I could find out anything I was getting taught in class on the internet. So I asked my instructor one day after we got done with the lab, she was always there, you know. So I said, I said, in all honesty, I said, you give me your honest answer about this. What keeps me from getting on the internet and teaching myself everything that you're uh, teaching me right now? I said, I'm literally looking up the answers to your questions on my phone, using the internet to answer them. So what keeps me from educating myself? And she said, you're not an accredited college. I said, so you're telling me it's entirely possible for me to learn everything I need to know that you're teaching me online and then go on. She goes, yeah, other than you have to have a degree from an accredited college. I was like, I said, you Money. know, I said, Money, you know, bro. one of these days that uh, physical colleges are going like me, a thing of the past. She said, yeah, I know. Yeah. See, and that's like the thing with like trade schools. Yeah. Like my trade HVAC, like. I can go out and say, oh, you know, I can do so-and-so and work on such-and-such. But if I don't show my paperwork, it don't mean shit. Yeah. Right. It's like, yeah. It's like, like those people that that stand out there at the Home Depots. Like, they, they're all contractors. At, they were at some point. Like, they can do anything you want them to do. Shit like that. But yeah. Like, they're not certified. They, yeah, they can't, they can't get the the right pay because they don't have the licenses or, or all that shit that they need. Yeah. Yeah. The internet's opened up the world to everybody, man. And that's the funny thing. That, that's why I don't necessarily dislike technology because 
it, it's crazy, dude. I'm like, why, why don't I, you know, why don't people teach themselves this shit? You know, I mean, you, you hear about these guys that go to prison and they all of a sudden start studying law while they're in there and become lawyers and all that shit. I mean, out of desperation most of the time. But I mean, in that why we're all doing, I know it's why I'm doing what I'm doing. Straight out of desperation, doll. I mean, I do not want to be working in the oil field. You know, I mean, it just pays the most. So here I am. But, yeah. But but that's the thing about uh, the future of colleges. You know, like my wife, she's getting her nurse practitioner. Uh, she's in the process of getting it now. You know, she's got her bachelor's. And she's literally trying to decide which one she wants to go to based out of the ones that are online. You know, she's looking at like Birmingham and all these other colleges because she can do them online. She can get her. Yeah, no, that's all that matters. Her six-year degree online. You know what I mean? You're at home, basically. Right. You know, I mean, it's not easy. I'm not saying it's easy, but I mean, no, you no, no, can yeah. do it. Right. So it's it's a funny thing. Like you say, you know, like you were saying a minute ago, Flip, about someone going, well, you didn't graduate high school. You know, I'm like, well, fuck. So what? You know what yeah. I mean? I mean, that doesn't mean anything. I, I, I don't hope all of the high school kids out there looking at this and listening to it are trying to get out of high school but <laughs> i know right well but, like you said <laughs> stay in school you know but you have to do it that's what sucks you know i mean i know it's almost kind of a little bit pointless but you got to do it it's not pointless, well, this, I mean, but, this is like my thing too is like like i hate the whole the whole notion of like how do you say this um like basing something off of how somebody looks right right so like if you're working in like a, 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 a office or something, you got to wear like a suit and a tie or, or a polo or something, right? I also I was like, why does it matter? I can show up here in a white uh, a wife beater and flip flops and do the same amount of work or even better work and still get my shit done. Yeah. yeah. Why do I need to come to work and try to impress you with how I dress? Like. What is that accomplishing? Yeah, I always thought it was I'm funny. I'm with you on that one too. Whenever I was a nurse's aide, uh, when I was going trying to go to nursing school and stuff, uh, it was funny how many people would come up to me because I'm a big dude, you know, and they would say, "I'm surprised how easy you are with these patients." You know, I'm like, "Why?" Because I'm, you know, six foot tall and three hundred fucking pounds. I mean, you know, just because you're big don't mean you body slam everybody you come in contact with. You know, I'm like, <laughs> damn. But there was a lot of people there, like, I'm surprised how gentle you are with these big women like or that i'm nice to the older you know if i was taking care of like older women or something like that i'd be respectful you know and all that fun shit and they're like well, you know you're and i'm like what who have you been around you know i mean i guess all women do this work so you guys think that you know a dude's gonna come in here with like his balls hanging out and spitting in the corner of the room when he goes you know what i mean i don't know what they expected out of me yeah, that was aggravating though, man. Because I wore the scrubs and everything. Like you're, you know, you have to wear scrubs at those jobs. But it's like, why? Why is it surprising? You know what I mean? Just because I dress this way does not make me a whore. You know, but exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I never understood like that whole idea of like who who fucking cares how I look, really. Yeah. Oh man, there's a there's a whole culture out there though that they don't care about a damn thing that you know or what you can do. It matters what you look like. That's very true. Yeah. Oh man, don't get me started on any of that stuff either. <laughs> <laughs>
So you're doing HVAC now, right? So you uh, you work in refrigeration. Yes. And uh, but you're not you're not in the you're not on the like residential side, right? No, I've done some, but I would prefer not to. And why is that? Because going into somebody else's house and having them boss you around is shitty. <laughs> really? <laughs> they boss you around? They just don't let you come there and, and fix whatever you need to be fixed or, or install whatever needs to be installed and let you go? I mean, I figured that's the way it worked. You show up, you go, okay, ma'am, I'm going to, you know. I asked this. Look, look at it this way. A weird guy is coming into my house to install something that I don't know or the person I don't know. And he's just walking in and out of my house. Well, you live you live in you live in Washington, so I can see people being like that up there. But they're not like that down here. You, you if someone needs a new air conditioner in their house, and you come and you give them a price, and they like the <clears> price, <throat> do it, have a good day, and they're just gonna sit back and relax. And uh, well, they may not be relaxing because there's no air conditioner going. But uh, they're, yeah, not, they're not going to give you. They're not going to be like that here in Oklahoma. When my air for the most part, if my air conditioner is broken in my home. I am very nice to the man that came. Right, exactly. I'm, I'm serious, dude, because he has something I want, and that's right. my cold air blowing back out of my house because it's hot <laughs> as shit in this state. Exactly. That's what until, I'm saying. Until you get the final bill. Oh, yeah. Well, you tell them up front, yeah, don't don't spring on no uh, extra charges on some Oklahomans because you may not make it out alive. <laughs> well, and, and here's the thing, you know, Flip. You know how hard it is to be how te- hard it is to give a price right beforehand right yeah. Yeah. So oh like, yeah it's like look what i do like my rates it's 115 for the van just to show up yeah and then it's 115 for the first hour so you, just before me to just get there you're spending 230 dollars Damn, I'm gonna Just damn to go sure have a problem before i call you i'm like damn <laughs> you know that you <laughs> so whether so if i show up and I'm there. That's $230. Now, that $230, let's say uh, there's some kind of, let's say you have to put Freon in. Does that first yep. hour go towards the cost of the Freon? No, it's just a diagnosis. So anything extra I use, that's that's additional. And it may be that way here. I'm not sure. I'm, I, I know I had to have some air conditioning work last year. And, uh, you know, he came and filled, filled the whole, because he, <laughs> he filled the unit full of Freon, okay? And it was 400 bucks, right? He goes, I just put 400 bucks in. I think it was 400 bucks. And, and you said, what we, all right, get in your vehicle and drive away. <laughs> well, what we didn't know was there's a gigantic hole in the freaking line. Oh, yeah. So when he, when he came leaked, back, did it he leaked. charge you for that? No, 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 no. He stayed there, and I, we heard it through the wall leaking. Oh, gotcha. gotcha and it gotcha. all leaked out before he even left. And he was like, oh, you got a hole. And so he, like, ran outside and was trying to, like, pull as much as he could. And I don't know how much leaked out, but I know I got charged for double. I got, I mean, it was like it all charged. Oh, it was God. like it all. I just spent $400. I mean, I, mean, I, I could have went to the strip club. Just kidding. I could have spent $400. Grammar just forgot he was on being I recorded. I could have did anything in the world with that 400 bucks, but no, I, 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 it leaked. I mean, it leaked out instantaneously, right? So we had to fix that and all that. And it was over over a thousand bucks before it was all said and done. We talked about this on the podcast a little bit, but I didn't go into depth of of what happened. But yeah, dude, there was a hole in the line and we didn't know it. You don't know it until you, you know, 
Well, I could see why, like, on flip side of it, why you would want to. Uh, I think it would be kind of cool if you could, like, put some compressed air or something in the line first and then find the hole. But that, that that's not how you find the hole. How you find yeah, the hole? Yeah, yeah, it is, actually. Yes, you can. I got screwed, bruh. I want uh, my money back. I do. Do it all the time. You put, you just fill up the line sets with nitrogen. Really? And then yes. look for your, how much does that charge, though? How much does that cost? How much is the nitrogen? Um, so half, like for, for me, it's a I, big it, box. I think it's like uh, 15, 20 bucks. A pound? Or 15, 20 no, bucks to do it? No, just for doing it in general. You don't get charged for the... Uh, See, this <laughs> dude screwed me, man. He screwed me. He got hit hard. Listen, man. I used to work at a at a heat and air place, man. I used to work at, uh, for Destry. You know he's in, telling that story in, right now somewhere. He's oh, like, yeah, dude, he I hit this dude for eight hundred dollars uh, you know destry he has an, <laughs> he has an ice plant you know southeastern ice and then you've got destry uh, or harbor heat and air mm-hmm. well when i f- initially started working for him i was on the heart you know the heat and air part right so i was the helper you know because i didn't know nothing mm-hmm. about it still and i yeah. and i still don't obviously obviously because i let some dude come in my house and I was real nice to him. I never was mean to this dude. Thank you so and he, much. Please take my thousand dollars. He sucked four hundred dollars out of me before he even, you know, <laughs> right when he got there. So, uh, and I look back on that, and I'm like, you know, I was the whole time. I was like, Destry, you know, I kept. Well, one day I said, Destry, I want to be on the ice truck, you know. And he's like, You want to be on the ice truck? And I was like, Yes. He's he like, goes, Get Okay. Get your ass in there, then. He goes, Start delivering ice, then, you know. So. uh I got, but I look back on it. I'm like, dude, I could have learned, you know, I could have learned Greg Cecil. I was working with him. I worked for Greg too. And that's where I learned. I didn't have any business doing heat and air. And that's how I felt about it too. I was like, I have no business. I have no business doing this, but I could have learned the basics. What's what's the company's name? Harbor heat and air. They're pretty small. Didn't you say like Destry or something? Yeah. Destry Destry Harbor Harbor is his name. Spell that. D E S T R Y. My wife's name is Destry. Really? I thought it was a yeah, D E S T R I. Oh. Yeah, isn't his, isn't his spell with an I? No, I think it's a Y. Is it? I don't know. Very good dude. Yeah, Very yeah, yeah. good dude. Yeah, unless he's on the sauce. I've seen him soused up before, and he's not a good dude when he's drunk. But <laughs> No, because he's not somebody you want to be. Which I haven't seen him drunk in on the other side of 20 too. years. But anyway. Because he'd come in there, and he always kept his fist like real close to him, you know, and he come up to you and he just barely pop you and knock you across the freaking, he never really did it to me, but he would do it to Trent. Cause you know, Trent's always like, all right, I can take it, you know? And then he's like, boom. <laughs> and Trent's like, geez. Well. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, let my dad off here, bruh. We're doing shit. my guy right here. Jazzy. Yeah, I know this dude, yeah. Now, Jazzy hasn't played football yet, right? Uh, No. So, he was going to do flag football this year, but obviously no kids signed up. He was the only kid that signed up. Oh, the only my kid? gosh. Even flag football? Flag football. And you're yeah. that close to the Seattle Seahawks? I don't get it, man. What's up? What is, what is, what is up? I don't get it. What's it's, going on? I don't know. <clears throat> it's the coasts, man. You're living on the coast. That's what they happens. Need to, they, need to sell, they need to sell the Seahawks to OKC. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. I think <laughs> somebody, somebody would really bomb Oklahoma. Uh, oh, sorry. Never mind. 
<laughs> so anyways you you do heat and air or you do uh refrigeration and you've sent us some pictures of some uh really clean ice ice uh, makers in some of these restaurants yeah. right so uh, restaurant repair that's what i do but most mm-hmm. the majority of the stuff we do is refrigeration stuff so do you walking um, coolers, refrigerators, freezers, stuff like see, that? See, the cool thing about that, you can kind of those people don't flinch at a thousand dollar bill. They're they're ready for that kind of expense. Oh no, they're not. Really? <laughs> no, they're not. You would be surprised how many times I've either got kicked out of somewhere or Dang. they tried to fight me because they got their bill. Try to fight you? You give them their bill before you leave? Jeez. Um. Probably give them an invoice. So, sometimes or we do if they if we I gotta go through like their uh, accounts payable departments. Mm-hmm. See that people gotta, kick you yeah. out like get out of here. <clears throat> uh, I had an old man. He was probably like seventy years old who tried to fight me. <laughs> How much was his bill? Um, that's the thing. So his bill wasn't expensive at all. So he probably owed me. I think it was like four eighty or four ninety. This was a few years ago. I went and looked. He had a. His range, his stove, there's something wrong with it. I, I told him, I was like, look, here's the part you're going to need to get it repaired. I was here for this long. The travel diagnosis, here's what you owe me. So you didn't fix so, it. You just charged me 500 bucks. <laughs> yeah, so because that's part of the diagnosis. Right. Which, which we tell them, we don't know how long the diagnosis is going to be, but the first hour you're going to pay 230 and anything after is going to be 115 extra. So... He gives us his credit card and hey, you too, knock it off. He gives us his credit card and I give it to um, my billing lady. She's like, hey, you're going to have to go talk to this guy and get a check because his, his card was declined. Oh, damn. So I'm in there. I was like, hey, man, like we got to get paid. We, we can't do anything without, you know, if you want more work done, you're going to have to pay us. So... Uh, the hard part was this guy's old and he doesn't speak English very well. So like he's looking at me and he like, you guys can see me, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. So he, he's looking at me and he's like, well, get the fuck out of here. Then. <laughs> I, I'm sitting there. I'm like, I, I'm on the phone with my boss as this is going on. I was like, Hey, this guy just called me a jack off and told me to get the fuck out of his restaurant. He was like, okay, did, did he sign your tablet? I was like, yes, he did. He was like, okay, go ahead and leave. If he doesn't pay us, we can put his account into collections because he's already signed for it. Oh, yeah. Make all the gestures he wants to make. Now he's going to get to pay no matter yeah. what. <laughs> but like he, like, he was like, he was like, I'm not paying for any of that shit. I was like, dude. You understand if you don't pay for this, we're not coming back out here. He's like, that's not what you guys fucking told me on the phone. <coughs> I'm like, look, I'm just telling you what I did, what I found. <coughs> what part you're going to need, and this is what you owe me for today. He was like, no, I'm not going to pay you. And his wife was there, too. She's old. So I got to listen to two old people yelling at me, not in English. <laughs> In what language, dude? What language are these people speaking? They they were like Polish or something. So all all of these pictures you send us of these uh, 
of these ice bins or, or ice whatever don't, ice machines. Don't get ice anywhere. That's ever. what I was gonna ask don't you. So do, so do you get ice anywhere when you go out? Like when you go to the store or whatever. I mean, when you go to the, like out to eat, do you get the you you know you want an ice coke or what? Ice coke. So, some some places. Ice tea. <laughs> <laughs> some places I do. Okay, and why is that? You just don't want to think about it, and you're just like, screw it, just give me ice. Probably worked there before. Well, He's like, no, oh, nobody's perfect. I mean, it is what it is. Like, there's there's days where like, look, I want a cold fucking drink. I don't care at this point. Have you seen any clean <laughs> ice ice makers? Here's the funny thing: ice makers wouldn't make ice if the water was pure. Oh God! What do you mean by that? Do tell. So you guys heard of uh, reverse osmosis, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that takes out whatever chemicals, anything that's in the water. If you were used to use that water in an ice machine, it would never shut off. It would just freeze the entire unit over. What because the there's nothing in that water to tell the ice machine that it's done making ice. Because the sensors in those ice machines when that ice comes into contact, whatever whatever probe is in there, it grounds it out. The salt, the whatever uh, the hell, ions are in the water. Okay. Yeah. So you're that, saying all what, ice is dirty. It, it, yeah, it grounds out and tells the unit that there's it, the, the evaporator is full of ice. You need to shut off and get this ice off the evaporator. But oh, if that water is pure and that sensor hits that ice and it doesn't do anything, it'll just continue to freeze all the water that's in there. And never shut off. I'll be damned. See, I did not know that, dude. No, I just learned something. Do you want to know how we get around that? Yes. Oh, God. Yes. We stick pennies in the water tray. Pennies? Really? Pennies. Yep. The copper. Copper. Uh-huh. Anything that will get whatever ions or something that that's conductive into that water. Because that water will not... So the water is pure in that situation. Yes, but ice machines but won't no. work with pure water. You know, man, that's crazy because we use a lot of RO water, reverse osmosis water in my work. I mean, exclusively. We use thousands of gallons of it in what I do for a living. And uh, I didn't know that about it not conducting enough to make the – that's crazy, dude. My mind's blown right now. Well, I'm, I'm sure it would work in like those uh, those nuggets and flakers, you yeah. know, like the the sonic ice cubes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Those that's the that's the worst ice you can possibly get. Sonic ice. Right. Yes, those nuggets, those flakers. Um, yeah, because uh, if you think of like those. <coughs> Those ice cubes that you get in like <coughs> like soda dispensers, like those half dice is what we call them, or those dice size ice cubes. Mm-hmm. So the evaporator is vertical. So when it's freezing that water, all the impurities are just flowing over and straight down in that water that water reservoir. So if you ever look in the the bottom tray of an ice machine, it'll have like a ton of shit in that water. Gross, dude! Like slimy shit and everything. Anything yeah. That- yep. But those nuggets and those flakers, it just freezes all that shit in the water. And then it comes up and then it just scrapes it right into an ice bin. 
Oh, so the shit don't flow off of it. It just gets stuck in the no, ice. But how, how does it? It, it, it gets frozen in that water. But it don't come in your cup. I don't ever see it in the cup. Right? Uh, Do you look in your cup? Good. If you have, do this next time. If you have water, or you're drinking juice or something, let all your ice melt, and look at your look at your drink. I thought I've done that though, dude. I've done it. I've found slime in my fucking uh, McDonald's cup after it sat there like a day. You know what I mean? The ice is melted, and I thought it was from like the like the sugar or whatever. Yeah, something being in the drink, but I guess it's the ice, dude. Gross. Your ice, yeah. It's all the impurities in the water. If you ever watch, if yeah, if you let your ice uh, melt in your drink, you'll see like it's like uh, like oil in a, or gasoline in like a, a mud puddle or a, a water puddle. Yeah, have like a sheen to it or whatever. Yep, yep. Gross. And those those nuggets and flakers, they're notorious for like getting oil in the ice. Ugh. Yeah. So how do they get by that? I mean, surely there's a somebody. Dude, you're allowed. Thing. You're allowed so much in you know, in food. Period. You're allowed. Yeah, look, I, I've got friends that are in the the FDA that go and do the inspections, <clears throat> and they tell me they're like, if they were strict with every single restaurant, none of them would be open. Yeah. But how does somebody? How does somewhere like Sonic, nationwide? Well, I'm guessing they're nationwide. I'm guessing they're. Uh, but how do they get away with this? I mean. You would think that'd be like, all right, we gotta have a different design here. They don't give a damn. Well, there's standards, but like I said, if if everybody was strict to the T on how it's supposed to be, nothing would be open. Yeah, I can see that. The FDA, the FDA has to be lenient, otherwise things things would things. So would it's close. okay to have a little sludge in your drink. Well, that's, yeah. dude, my dad was uh, he like was a crop judger and stuff whenever he was in college. And, like, whenever you're judging, let's say, a big bunch of wheat, like you have 10,000 bushels of wheat sitting here, you're allowed so much glass uh, to be in that wheat. You're allowed so much nuclear waste can be per, you know what I mean? In this big group, it can have this percentage. Yeah, that's Uh, like candy bars. Candy bars, I think it tells you on the wrapper that they're allowed uh, a minimum amount of uh, peanuts or whatever. Uh, no, bug bug parts. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Never seen that like, before. Okay, like pepper, like before it's ground, is allowed to have so much rat feces in it. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So so yeah. much of a percentage. See, he knows because they get shit in like from the, you know, <coughs> tankers and shit. Yeah, dude. They're allowed to have so much contamination of various yeah. kinds. There, There are a lot of places now that I won't even eat at. Um, a lot of Asian restaurants. I think it, it sounds bad, but I think a lot of the Asian restaurants are probably like the worst places. Asian restaurants. I'm not gonna make any jokes. It, say that again. I'm not gonna make any jokes. <laughs> this rammer, he's being racist again. <laughs> no. <laughs> you can always so, count on him. <laughs> I think you've in my in my presence. I think you've. Piss flip off like three times. I've never pissed flip off. <laughs> look look uh, at him. He's yeah. like, yeah. I don't think you have. Not, not personally. <laughs> Only when I make jokes about uh, the Supersonics. 
Well, what? So why not? Why? Why? What's not? the deal with the Asian restaurants? Why do the Why are they the worst ones? You mean about not being clean, or what? What do you? What in what way? Yeah, they're they're pretty dirty. Asian people in general in restaurants, they're pretty dirty. Like it's disgustingly bad. Not making any jokes, <laughs> huh? I said I'm not making any jokes. <coughs> Oh, like I said, I could care less. You're not hurting my feelings. <laughs> well, but yeah, uh, like Indian restaurants, man. Like I, I think I told you the story, but I was working at like a, um, a pizza restaurant, and I was working on one of their ovens. Their oven is probably about four feet above the ground, so I'm working underneath it. My legs are underneath it. I'm sitting on my butt, and my legs are underneath the unit, and. I'm just doing my stuff, minding my own business, and a rat runs over my leg. Oh, <laughs> dude. No, Like, thank you. not just over my leg, but it runs around me, behind me, and hides underneath the refrigerator. So I wasn't sure what it was that called on my leg, but I turned around and I looked, and sure enough, rat tail hanging out right dude. underneath the refrigerator. No, I would have yelled real loud. I'm like a woman about him, dude. I'd have been like, oh, my God. <laughs> Well, at least they Actually, yeah. Like my wife is like, like, how do you, how do you deal with all that stuff? I was like, well, half my pay is getting shit fixed. The other half is dealing with all that nasty shit. <laughs> <laughs> at least they weren't cooking the rat. Yeah. Maybe it was gonna get cooked. Maybe it was like one of the rats oh, escaped. Which oh, there God. was a. Here we go. I hate these guys. A restaurant in Seattle. I can't remember where. I've never been there. I've never done work there. But they were shut down. Because they were. I guess they were cooking cats. See? And that's the joke I was going to make. I knew it. I knew it. Did I'll I tell you that? No, but I'm telling you. In, when I remember when I lived in Wilburton years ago. <clears throat> and Wilburton had a, a Asian restaurant. A Chinese restaurant come in. Yes. Uh a lot of people's cats were going missing, and it wasn't a joke. For, from what I remember, people's cats were really turning up missing. Now, it's it, but what it did go around that they were, you know, cooking the cats. But. Well, I don't understand what what's the uh, what's wrong with eating the cat. I'm not gonna eat. I'm not saying I eat cats, but I mean, is it are they less clean than any other animal? I don't I don't know where is it just because we don't normally eat cats. It's so a domestic it's, animal. Yeah, I think they're domesticated. You I can't you can't too. eat domestic animals. So are cows. You know, I mean, cows are domesticated too. Yeah, but are they on a large scale? How I mean, many people uh, consider yeah. that? How many people? Yeah, how many people have a pet cow? Uh, my brother has ten that he considers pet pets, <laughs> and he's never going to get rid of them. No. Really? Have you seen you don't you don't follow him on Snapchat? He's got pictures no. of him hugging them, of him. So what's he having for? I mean, that would be recreation, me. I guess. When people, people are like, "Man, you need to get some cows and get some land," and I'm like, "I, I they would just be my pets, you know." I would. Yeah, never, that's the way my brother is. I could never, you know, sell. I mean, I I could have a I guess a a milk farm. Well, I mean, you I eat, could do that. You will eat cows though, right? I mean, I'm just yeah, kind of like, well, they're already happened, dead. I'm not going to let them go to waste. I think what happened was, I think someone had, uh, I can't remember what it was. I think there was like a shit ton of cats in like a, a alley behind the restaurant. And then one, I think people just started realizing like there was like less and less cats. Yeah. That kind of went, went this way. Hey, well, look, no, I don't want to be. the red and the white. Yeah, know? but we don't have the right jacks. So that's oh, why okay. I didn't get Sorry. excited. But no, man, that's, that's why I would. Uh, 
I mean, I wouldn't want to be given cat and told it was something else. Well, that's what I was going to say. When you go to McDonald's and you get a hamburger, you want it to be beefy. Beefy, yes, I would. (laughs) Yes, I 100% agree. That's definitely what I would want. But this is not fair. You're gaming while we're talking. We are having to sit here and be bored. Are you talking to me? Are we being bored talking to Flynn? (laughs) No. No, I'm on my phone, so all all these text messages keep popping up. So Flip is, uh, he he was living in a house for, I don't know how long, but he, he, I don't know, when did you move into that apartment? A year ago? Yes. So he's been living there a year. He's fixing to move. And then like, what, two days? A day? I mean, he's gearing up Uh, right now? Or a week or whatever? A week. Okay. So he's moving to another apartment. But uh, closer to his son's school, correct? Oh, do you guys want to talk about how much my rent is? Yes, that's what oh, I'm trying to get this at. This is where we're going. Okay, <laughs> this is another. We're, we're, it's it's. <sighs> we're getting all into Flip's personal details. I'm here, just saying dude. that disgusting the, is what it is. So you could move to you could move to Oklahoma and make a really good living, and save a lot of money at the same time because. You're paying now. When you move to your new apartment, is it going to be a little bit higher than what you're paying now? Yes. Okay, because the new apartment is going to have an indoor gym, a basketball gym, oh, and yep. a movie theater that you have yeah. to rent. Do you have to rent, or you just well, put your name on it? I don't think I don't think it's part of the rent. It's just there as shit as much money as they're making out of everybody why wouldn't they have that right so they've got dude i would love that well it's I would like a home theater it's not like a gigantic but hell it, yeah but i mean it shows movies it's, it's that would still, be awesome. it's still really nice though because they've got like leather seats in there recliners they got stereo speakers in there but it's, is it's it, actually pretty legit but it's not included in the rent or it is. i think to rent it out it's like 25 bucks i think okay it's not too bad i mean if you want to like have yeah. a little party or something dude that sounds yeah. awesome yep. yeah it does i wish they had that here an apartment complex where just, yeah with, with where i could go to the movies and not have to go to the movies because i love the movies man i go all the time or try to and you never invite me no you never go <laughs> because you never invite me i'm not a psychopath like you and go to the movies by myself yeah i do i do that i and love the movies though man and i don't like okay, jacking with folks okay so anyway go ahead i rent without utilities now you live in a two-bedroom apartment right Two-bedroom apartment. Okay, two-bedroom apartment rent, without rent, uti- utilities. Without utilities is nineteen oh five. How about that? Now, go get you some of that, sir. Go, and I say this because <laughs> LJ is always taken up for all these other other um, cities and states, and he's all, oh, I'd rather live in Washington <clears throat> Because Flip brought up that uh, a toll was $35 or $30 near uh, or, or somewhere in there, $20, $25, whatever. And we were talking via chat, and LJ here was acting like that was just perfectly fine. That was just perfectly fine. And and he just acts like Oklahoma is just the worst place to live ever. And so it's, it's a constant struggle or a constant battle between him and I because I'm like, dude, really? For I, real? I don't enjoy living here. I don't. But go get you some of that. Go get you some of the $1,900 for a two-bedroom apartment. But do you think I'd be and making the same money yes. that I make here? No. 
No. Well, maybe not, but the cost of living is so much higher. It's not worth it. So is why the wages. Think, why do you think everyone in California is moving to Texas? It's all relative, dude. I'm telling Texas you. Texas is the new California, man. All the Californians are moving to Dallas, Texas. I, I'll, I'll bet Flip makes for double for doing HVAC work where he's at compared to this part of the world. Well, he just told you what he charges, right? Yeah. And he works for a company. If he came here... I told you what I paid. I mean, I I had four hundred dollars. Well, them. yeah, but there's if they have customers like you, they'd really be rich. And it was a hundred dollars well, hey, to show up or I, whatever. What what we charge? I don't get half of that. That's what I'm saying. So if he started his own company in Oklahoma, I think he could do just as well. Plus, he'd be his own boss. Well, right. I, I mean, I'm not saying he'd and do. And he's it's, not having to pay nineteen hundred dollars for a freaking two bedroom apartment. $1,900. Yeah, but he lives in a nice place. We live in the hood, dude. Nineteen. You know what I'm saying? McAllister, Oklahoma is not, you know, it's not metropolitan. He could, no, dude. Uh, you move 30 miles from Oklahoma City and you'll pay that kind of rent. You can go to Oklahoma City and, and get a condo that overlooks the freaking downtown river for that much. I bet not. Probably. <clears throat> No, man. Probably. Uh, you're going to get way bigger than two-bedroom apartment. So you're moving to a, another. Is it going to be a two-bedroom about the same size or is it a little bit bigger or smaller? Or I think it's smaller. Hopefully. It is smaller, actually. Oh, gosh. And uh, it's going to be more. But but it's closer to the school. The kid to school. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying, um, I, I've, uh, I've said my piece about paying nineteen hundred dollars yeah, a month nah, that's a lot man that's a lot for of rent. A freaking that's, apartment that's double what i'm paying and i'm for not my house. And we've had this conversation so he knows i'm not running his you know his apartment down but i'm just saying dude you can come <clears> out here and get a lot more for your money start your own business be but your you own still boss. have to live here you know what i'm saying you still gotta live well, out I mean, in the middle of nowhere it's not that big of a deal it's not that big of a deal unless you like the rat race if you like the rat race then stay right where you're at you know but if you don't like the I rat do. race and you like I to, enjoy it. you like to, no, I don't think you do. I don't think you do at all. Paying $27 for a, a DoorDash for a, a burger and fries. Dude, I'm perfectly fine with it raining every other day and have it at a nice 65 degrees during our summers. That's what I'm talking about. Well, I'm perfectly I, fine with I that too. I can see that too. I, that part is the, let me tell the, you, if you work outside like my ass does, mm-hmm. You would damn sure be able to appreciate 65 day, uh, degree days in the summertime because we've been having these 100 degree days out here. Uh, but here we are in August and it stopped. We're out of it. <coughs> we're out of the 100 degree Are you weather. kidding me? We're, we're now, we're, I think, uh, the, the, for the next 10 days or, or 15 days, it's not supposed to get over 90 degrees. And it's a lot of that's going to be in the upper 80s, 87, 88. Now, we know that Oklahoma weather changes. So, tomorrow, I'll check the weather, and it may be right back up to 98, 99, 100 degrees. Who knows? I was going to say, I would be shocked if we get out of September without some more 100-degree weather. Very shocked. Yeah, but it, it's looking good for right now. For, yeah, no for joke. the next few, yeah, a well, couple of weeks. I'll hey, give you that. Hey, here we are, man. But I'm saying, We're as not, a general rule, it's hot pay- as a bitch in Here we state. are not paying $1,900 for a uh, two-bedroom <clears throat> apartment, and that's not utilities included. What's your what's your normal utilities run? Um, I'm trying to think. Flip's like, I didn't know this was going to be an evaluation. I think it's like, I think it's like 80, 80 to $90, I think. 
for for uh, everything. Water. Uh, yeah, water, electricity. That's not too bad. Well, they got this weird valet, this garbage valet, where we can't dump our own garbage, so they have their guys come and pick up our garbage. Union thing. So that's another, I think it's like five, ten dollars. I think. Don't get flip start on Union. He's pro Union. Yeah. Yeah, and then that's not even including my cable and internet, which is another one forty, I believe. Jeez. Keep that damn internet going. Okay. <laughs> yeah. be, don't you be cutting that out. Don't be cutting internet off. You got internet yeah, at your new apartment already? I will, I, I will fight somebody before they take my internet away. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to uh, Mark Zervitz today, oh, and yeah. uh, and uh, he was talking about listening to the podcast. He's like, man, I don't got good internet out where I live. you know. And I said, oh, so you build this big, nice house out in the middle of nowhere with no internet. He goes, I did not think about internet beforehand. I did not think that went through. What and about said, his phone? I said, that's the first thing I think of. Well, definitely. Yeah, we definitely. Well, when I was talking about the podcast the other day, he was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to listen. I don't know. What is that? You know? <laughs> that does well, what do you me. have, remember? What do you mean? What, what internet I have? No, yeah. Well, what, what was your. Like your download speed and all that crap. Uh, I'm at 300 download. Oh, see, so I was looking where, I, where I'm moving at. I can get like sure download speeds about to a thousand gigabytes. Yeah. That's Damn. A, that's, that's, a, that. that's really fast. I think I'm going to do that. How much is that? Uh, I think so with. With that download speed and then the channels for Xfinity, I think it was like one, one sixty, a month. That's not bad, dude. Because we pay like one forty something for the internet we have now. Really? Just just internet? Dang. Yeah, we don't do anything else. I think I pay right at a hundred for my three hundred download. But pretty soon we're gonna have the five G, dude, and it's gonna be all we need. You know, even the pain is right. supposed to be better. That's what they say. Listen, man, you bring it. You bring it and charge me three hundred dollars a month. Okay, take my money. I want five G. Yeah, get it on your phone, man. Nineteen hundred dollars a month. Go get you some of that, LJ. Go get you some of that. Like take it for that. Tell I'm going me. to when my kids are grown. I'm gonna go you ain't somewhere going else. Nowhere. Ride her down. You ain't in your going book. nowhere. Audi 5000. You ain't going nowhere. We can't do the podcast if you leave, bro. Forty two winters I've spent in this state. Yeah, me, me and LJ can start another podcast. Yeah, and Flip's doing it remote. I can do it remote, too. <laughs> well, I, I got some of that shit in home. It ain't the same thing. Well, I make, I'll i come in to do the damn podcast. All right. You've been making so much money, you'll come in. And... Yeah, I'll fly in. What? Okay, well, all right. I might fly you out. I'll be making so much money, I'll be like, Hell hey, yeah. man. That's what I'm talking about. Come out to my crib and let's do this. I'm not coming to Seattle, though. That place well, sucks. I don't know where I'm going to go. I may not, I don't know where I'll go, but I'm going somewhere. I may go to Seattle, maybe one of my stops. Flip, you got anything you want to plug? Oh, I mean, yeah, you have to right plug there. something. Northwest, uh, I missed it. Oh, he's got Restaurant services. Say, so, give me that jersey right there. Uh-oh. <laughs> Get the jersey out. I've got my son's jersey. Hold it up. Hold it up. Let me see. This is the... This yeah. Is, 
North Number Creek five. Jaguars. What position? What position does he does he play? Uh, running back and linebacker. There we go, linebacker. Last Number year, five on the defense. Last year he was getting in trouble, right? Kinda. He had some. He had some. He had uh, yeah, some coaches yeah. that were uh, trying to trying getting, to say trying he was hitting. He was hitting too hard. They were trying to get him suspended because he was hitting too hard. Yeah, wow! Trying to get Didn't get called for I don't. Uh, from what I remember, he didn't get called one time for illegal hit or anything. But they were just not happy with how hard he was hitting. Nope. Them. He actually, you know, he got flagged once, but the ref picked up the flag and realized that he wasn't. He saw that he led with his shoulder, and wasn't aiming for the kid's head. So, I mean, we've, we've yeah, they, he kid. never got flagged once for helmet yeah. to helmet, or they tried to tell me that he was targeting. Like, how do you tell me? A nine-year-old is targeting. Yeah, that's weird. He's just too good, man. That's what they're – then people are like, we got to even this up somehow. This dude's, yeah. dude's a little too far. Like, that. like, look, my son's been playing for three years. He's he's taking his licks. So, yeah. yeah. That's what it's like. Yeah, because he started early, right? He started in second grade? Uh, First grade? He was six or seven. Kindergarten? First grade? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Well, you yeah. can tell, too, because when you watch videos started. of him, he, he knows exactly what he's doing out there, mm-hmm. which is why we need him in McAllister, man. He ain't, we're not well, that's the thing, too. So when – because my wife's parents, they were coaching their, their youngest son, who is – I think he's four or five years older than Josiah. Josiah would suit up and go to their practices when he your, was in uh, preschool. Your wife's parents has a kid that young? Yes. Wow. Yeah, I think her parents are 62, and he's a freshman in high school. So that's what, 15? Oh, okay. Well, damn. LJ no, Mark. sir. <laughs> no, sir. I am having no hey, more man, children. Anything can happen. Where is your uh, wife originally from? Uh, her family is from Hawaii. Okay. Her, her mom is from Cuba. Okay. So, okay. Shout out to Deshi, who's at work right now, working graveyard. Home oh, Depot. Oh, man, dude. Does she know you're doing the podcast? Uh, nope, she will when I tell her. Okay. <laughs> you know, which was, I'll, I thought you guys were going to call me earlier to do this. Well, we were hoping to. Honestly, it probably would have sucked because. Oh, okay. So it was better we, at about we waited. Seven, yeah, about 7 o'clock my time, she's usually getting ready for work. Oh, Okay. We gotta definitely wait until she leaves. Yeah, we don't well, want to get. Well, honestly, she probably wouldn't care because she doesn't pay attention to half the stuff I do oh. once she's gone. <laughs> Poor Flynn. All she cares is the boys get fed, and I just put my dishes away when I'm done eating. Yeah. I thought he was gonna say something else. <laughs> hey, man, my wife runs this house. I just pay the bills. All right. Yeah, that's a smart way to be. A lot less bullshit if you do it that way. You're just I, soft. I know from experience. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Wrap this up. LJ is tired. Yes, he is tired. Okay. Uh, tired. We plugged the, the Jaguars, number five, running yep. back, linebacker, Josiah. Idaho Vandals. Idaho Vandals, number five. We will be watching. Yes. On, on Instagram, because really that's only – in y'all's league, do y'all have a person that comes in videos every uh, game and 
and then you have a website you can go to and watch, like you can scout other teams and stuff. Uh, See, we do. So you should move. Know, you should, honest, move, you should move to Oklahoma. We have all that. <laughs> I can go back and watch our entire game last week. You're not stopping with that. What's that? Do you do you hassle him about moving to Oklahoma even whenever you guys are playing no. Apex and shit? No. All the time. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it, man. I knew it. Well, he saw that. Uh, he saw Brandy. He saw Luke plug Brandy. So he's oh, like. Yeah. She can get me a house. I said, dude, we'll get you a house. Yeah. For much cheaper than $1,900. Dude, mind. you can move into my house today for half of that. <laughs> <laughs> and you would have more room than what you've got now. Four fucking bedrooms. So there you go. Problem yeah. solved. And then yeah. you'll, you'll just be about half a mile from me. So, man, we'll all have a good time. Yeah, I rode my bike down to Rammer's house for a few days at, in the mornings. Hey. Yeah, I almost shot him. Yeah, you never knew. Don't ride the bicycle by that hill. You never knew anything. It was not it was six o'clock in the morning, man. Not at all. You probably hadn't been done playing video games for like an hour. Whenever not I rode at by all. There. Now, if you get close to my house, yeah, I'm gonna know, bro. Nah, you ain't gonna know. I'm gonna you know. ain't got no dogs or nothing, man. You I don't sleep need like to. Dead. I don't need to. I, for some reason, I just wake up. <laughs> I know. And that H and K, that H and K, man, it floats. You know, that's why I used to tell everybody, I was like, this, my, my HK, it floats when I'm sleeping. It floats yeah. around the house. LJ. Garden house. LJ. <laughs> what's LJ. What? He's looking at you. Oh, yeah. Hey, LJ. What's up, man? Look at me. Hey. <laughs> LJ, this was fun. Was it fun? Grammar. Thank you. This was fun, Grammar. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you. We should do this again. We will do it again. Thanks for coming on finally. Yes. And uh, be our, I mean, you were an important guest and we've been wanting to have you on for a long time. And I'm sure LeBlanc and Goldie Dude, and uh, seriously, you... Adam and even Oompa Loompa, I'm sure they're all going <laughs> to want to come on now and they're going to, you know, we definitely want to get, um, you know, all those guys on. I wonder if we can get Goldie to even do it. You think he'll do it? Yeah. You think he would? Yeah. I don't know if he would or yeah. not. Mm. Yeah. I have faith I in know. Him. For a minute there, I was like, man, you know, they do mention me a lot more than those other guys. I hope they're not getting mad about it. <laughs> nah, man. Well, that, they haven't uh, said anything. We've talked since the beginning of this thing, though, was, you know, these guys well, you're the only like one. yourself. I mean, we want you on here. You're a personality, dude. You're somebody that we actually – no, we can talk See, and to. That's, that's the weirdest thing, too, is because, like, we've never actually physically met each other. Yeah. Right. And, but, like, just, just the, the whole concept of, like, online gaming is, is crazy. I agree. Very weird. We could spend a long time talking about it. Because even, yeah. even as an older fellow like myself, yeah, you're it's, very old. it's definitely strange to, to feel like, you know, like your boys are back there playing in the back. And I don't know them, but I've heard them. Now this is I've seen them more tonight than I ever have. I've seen them before, but <laughs> but it's weird. Like I feel like I know kind of their personalities and that kind of stuff like that just from hearing you know I, you get onto them and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or or this one right here, the young one man. He he watches it. He I'm guessing it's YouTube, and he yeah. laughs so hard, man. It is so funny <laughs> listening to him laugh. He gets all beside himself when he's. Watching some of them videos. It's very funny. Okay. Well, let's wrap this up so LJ can go to bed because he's a little tired little boy. I'm old. I'm he's a tired little boy. I'm old as hell. <laughs> yeah, you've been working all day, dude. It's got nothing to do with being old. 
But you shouldn't be working this hard at your age because you're going to get in trouble. Well, if I if I was uh, easier to get along with, I wouldn't have a low position that I have. I wouldn't have to work so damn much. I'm supposed <laughs> to be somebody's boss at this point, you know? Very true, very true. But, well, what are you plugging today? Me? Yeah. Uh, River Valley Tattoos. River Valley Tattoos. Yeah. That's where you Fort got Smith, your, Arkansas, your sleeve. Yeah, yeah big gun, my little... My little sleeve is yet to be finished, but uh, now is that a dragon? It will. Be, it will be a dragon and a samurai. Yes, Dang at, it. The, at the end of it. Rammer, do you have any tattoos? No, dude. None that people can see. Rammer is pure as the driven snow. <laughs> I'm just pure as Sonic eyes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I look good on the outside, or I look pure on the outside, but and the bottom me, side is nasty. Don't let me melt. <laughs> <laughs> Flip, you got tattoos? Uh, I've got one, but I, I do want to get more. Yeah. Is it my name? Uh, what? Is it my name? You going to get Rammer no. on you somewhere? Yeah, my name. <laughs> PlayStation it's, it's my name. Okay, I got my last name. Oh, okay. There's actually a man in the world, and I'm not kidding about this, that has Ben's name tattooed on his ass. Yes, true story. <laughs> He really does. Like, it's your name. It's my His name. specific name. Yep. It's for Ben. Yep. Yes. It was done in Austin, Texas. And, uh, yeah. It's not gay at all. Uh-uh. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Unless he's covered it up by now. But I've got pictures of it. It's no, all. He doesn't cover that kind of shit up. I've got pictures on, um, I think maybe. No. Probably Wait, I've seen. You have a picture of your name on some other dude's ass. One hundred percent. Yes, sir. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'll have to send it to you in a bit. I'm sure. I know it's on my Facebook, but I'll have to. Since you don't have Facebook, I'll have to send it to you through Instagram. If, if I didn't know much about you, that's all I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, this episode was brought to you by Blackline Insurance Group. Visit BlackLineInsuranceGroup.com. You almost did it. I know I did. I know. I almost did the same exact thing. Uh, If you have any insurance needs, give us a call or go to the website. Go on the website, and uh, there's a little short form you can fill out for whatever kind of insurance you need. It'll get to me, and then I'll uh, work up the quote and uh, take good care of you. Right? And uh, this is is my employee of the month right here, Flip. Hell yes. Flip is the employee of the month. I was supposed to put a picture of you up. You were supposed to send me a picture of you, and I was going to put it somewhere in the office, and you never did it. But I sent you a picture of my grandpa, and you said no. You got a picture of his grandpa? Wow, dude. I don't remember this. (laughs) Yes, you did. I sent it to you. I was like, hey, how about a picture of my grandpa? You said no. That's rude. Well, Well, all right then. I don't remember this. I think you're making it up. That's rude as shit. I swear to you. You might have thought i was joking because it was an old white guy with some uh with some glasses on well you didn't tell me it was your grandpa 100 percent, that is my grandpa it was your you have a grandpa that's white yes oh my god dude it's so funny is your dad white no my my grandma remarried Oh, okay. Oh, my God, dude. That yeah. gives me a headache. I laugh so, you, so hard. <laughs> I didn't know it was his grandpa. He sent it to me as a joke. Oh, my God, dude. And your grandpa's not it, my... It was, it was a goofy-looking picture, too. I, I, Most people think, oh, that's not your grandpa. Like, no, 100%. That's that's really my grandpa. But your grandpa's not employee of the month, so that's what I'm... 
That's what I'm saying, man. But who wouldn't laugh at an old white guy? I haven't even seen it, and I'm laughing, okay? Exactly. And he hasn't even seen the picture. Where did you send it to? My Instagram? I think I might have, yes. I think you're making it up. Because I'm going to go back and look and, and uh, prove well, you wrong. I could send it to you again. Okay, send it to me again, but I want a picture of you too. Uh, I'll, put- I'll send it into the group so that LJ can see it. Yes. Too. Please do, yes, man. Please do. BlackLineInsuranceGroup.com. I will be back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Have a great day. I don't drink coffee. <laughs>